Cause I just got me a bike Oh yeah I'm about to start biking that damn trail man As soon as I get a chance man mm-hmm. yeah, What trail what... you talking about? Well cause my house over there by Tillman Park Okay So nice. you know there's like baseball diamond over there Everything They got oh, trails yeah. like as soon as you start biking you mm-hmm. Cause you can just go Y'all remember when COVID first started man Everybody went on like a bike hunt Like Walmart Target Everywhere yeah. They was all sold out of bikes Man you would have thought that China was never gonna give us bicycles again <laughs> <laughs> Like, man, we're gonna be walking every fucking way, yeah. man. This is how they get us out here. I've been thinking about that myself. Start riding around, you know. I just you gotta watch where you go because people don't see it till it's too late, you know. So, especially if you're riding around here. So, but you know, these trails will take you all the way out to DuPont and stuff from, from out here, you know. What I mean, like, you can go see different sides of Fort Wayne you've never seen before. So, know, that's what a lot of the construction is lately. They actually uh, building up the sidewalks for uh, people to walk the trails and ride the trails. Oh, okay. I'm like, all right, I can, I can appreciate that, man. If you want to get out and exercise, man, it's almost like COVID never existed anyway, yeah. so let's just get the hell out of this house. Oh, man, aside from that, man, let, let's get this party started, man. Everybody, welcome back to Cinemax Avant, aka greatest podcast in the world. Uh, man, it's Tommy right here, man. We got Ryan over here. We got Sean right over there. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, we, we back. Had, had a pretty good week, man, yeah. and... uh I ain't gonna lie, man. Have you looked at the uh, the Family Feud segment on uh, Instagram? Uh, I have. I saw it a couple times. Have people been answering the questions on they, there? They, they, okay. Let me turn this down because this is where this is where people get out of pocket. I literally saw look the, the question this week was uh, name a movie sequel that was better than the original. Now, of course, when we think about a good sequels, uh, of course, Godfather Two is, is mm-hmm. the was the number one answer. That was a popular one. A lot of people like like they have like a certain Star Wars movie that they like or Terminator Two. I literally had somebody answer and say Speed Two. Can y'all believe this shit? <laughs> oh my! God. Somebody put Speed. I'm I'm surprised most people even know there's a Speed Two at all. Get them out the country. In. Yeah, I was like, who you don't even deserve to live here? Like, oh who God. actually says Speed Two in any universe, in any oh multiverse? My Lord. Would anybody ever say Speed Two? I ain't never heard that answer before. I barely <laughs> remember Speed Two. Yeah. Sandy was fine as hell, and I'm still thinking I ain't gonna never watch this again. Man, no, this, this movie's fucking trash. Ain't no Keanu Reeves, man. Ain't no bus. I can care less about this boat because we don't swim. You got your uh, boy with putting leeches on his body. You got a half naked William Defoe putting leeches on his body. That's about the highlight of that. <laughs> oh yeah, well, William Defoe. That was one of his early roles. So yeah, he 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 did all right. But those is more like that, that just wasn't it, man. That's that's no. a perfect example of how a sequel can actually like damn near kill a franchise. If they try to do a Speed Three right now, maybe we'll forget Speed Two. Maybe that, we'll that, that's Speed a movie that didn't even need a sequel. It was great. That was a straight cash grab that failed. And yeah, they went over budget. That was that was. A, Hollywood at its worst right there. And it's almost like the movie wouldn't end. I remember that movie. It's almost like it kept going on and on. They got off the boat. It's like, nah, let's do a car chase. I'm like, man, come on, man. Come on. I, don't, I don't even remember it. To be I honest, saw it in the you. theater. I remember it. I, I saw it in the theater. You are, I'm sorry. Man, you should, you should probably file a grievance to get your money back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I, I don't think that's, if we were talking about the worst sequels of all time, Speed 2 wouldn't be on my list. I, I would call that a uh, solid guilty pleasure of mine. It's 
not great by any means, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, there's still uh, the Last Jedi's and the Rise of Skywalkers out there. Those Speed Two looks like a masterpiece compared to what Disney did to the Star Wars franchise over the past. I don't know. I still, I still I still hate that movie. I know. I don't, I don't like using the word hate, but I remember watching. I was like, man, this is not even close to being even the original. Not even close. No denying that. I don't know. Not I, even that. I don't remember the dude's name that starred in that movie. Jason. Wasn't he in like some... the Lost Boys or something? The dude from the, the the main character in Lost Boys? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick something. Patrick. Patrick. There we yeah, go. There Patrick. we go. Ah, I can't remember his last name. Yeah, I know. Jason Patrick? Jason Patrick. There we go. Jason, Jason Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Jason Patrick. Yeah. yeah, man. You would have thought that movie was going to make him a star. And everybody ended up hating him. It's like, man, you just killed a whole damn franchise by your <laughs> damn self, man. Yeah. It wasn't oh. all his fault. People want a Keanu. It's not his fault. He, nah. he, took, he took his paycheck. Y'all remember what he... Didn't he, like... Like X that uh, sequel to do something else. You remember what movie he did and said? Um, I'm not I, sure. I, I do remember that the the villain in uh, Mission Impossible Two, the worst of the Mission Impossible franchises, by the way, he Mission turned Impossible out. Impossible Two. I barely remember that dude. I uh, barely remember. He has. That he dude. really hasn't been anything else. He turned down Wolverine in the first X movie. That's how Hugh Jackman got that role. He was going to be. Ugh. He was going to be the villain in Mission Impossible Two. Was who they cast as Wolverine, and he turned it down just because Mission Impossible was such a big hit. He's not going to turn down an unknown commodity because, yeah, there was no guarantee X Men was going to be the, the huge hit that it was. And yeah, combo movies were known for mostly being crap at that point when it came out in two thousand. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think it, was that before Spider Man. Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, they really have nothing. To All go we on. had was Blade, pretty much at that point. Oh, Howard the Duck, if you want to count that. Uh, sure. And whatever Fantastic Four movie they made back in the day. Was like, yeah. That was, I've seen that. They made a Captain America movie before that, too. It was really bad. Yeah, well, hopefully that never makes a cut floor again, <laughs> and they'll just, they'll just X that from our memory, like Men in Black <laughs> or something like that. But yeah, bro, we don't need to think about that. So after that, man, how y'all week been, man? Y'all been good? Everything all right, man? The uh, summer heat got to y'all summer yet? summer heat been tearing me oh, up. I'm loving it. Give me more sun, baby. Yeah, I wasn't quite ready for 90, though. I could have took 75 first. We went straight to the extreme, uh, man. I, I, I know. Understand. 70 to 75 yeah. is always perfect weather for me, yeah, man. We, Once it gets into 80, it's kind of like, all right, it's getting kind of a little muggy out yeah, there, man. It ain't like Arizona, like a dry heat, man, which is really good for people like myself with asthma this just feels like all right man as soon as you step outside man it's almost you got to run to your car <laughs> you got to have yeah. like a bag of ice to put on the hot leather seats man you yeah. sit on a hot leather seat man you damn near burn yourself man. oh yeah. man oh, that's I the closest i'm days. ever going to get to sunburn man yeah. that's all i'm ever going to get to like feeling like how white people feel when they sitting outside a little bit too long <laughs> and they got like a come in man the neck is all red they got mm-hmm. the farmer's tan on and everything like that <laughs> now, sitting on some hot leather seats in the summertime man oh lord have mercy Lord, man, just, just throw the whole day away, man. It, it, it fucks up everything for me, man. So, yeah, I gotta, I'll gotta, i get the remote car starter, man. Turn that bitch on, man. Have that car nice and cool as soon as I get yeah, back in. I was like, yeah. all right, man. The only thing I wish that my car had is that, you know how they have like, seats that have, like, the the air that be blowing up in the seats? Mm-hmm. It's like they have the heaters. I need, I need to get a car upgrade on one of those, man. <laughs> I need yeah. to have that air just blowing up, blowing up my tush right now, man. Like, feeling all, a, nice, oh, yeah. a nice little breeze going through there, man. You don't want no sweaty-ass crack on leather seats, man. Shit. They, that's true. We got a long summer coming if it's already hot like this. I know this is kind of out of the ordinary. I know I, I saw we broke our tie to record yesterday for the 
hottest day in May, you know, or something like that. And it was just snowing in the month. I April. know, Ain't I know, that that's bitch? crazy. Yeah, I told you, man, Mother was, Nature, she all over the place. Yeah, oh, she's pissed off at us. Yeah, she, something's going on. She's with the, sick and tired of the human race at this ozone, point. Ozone, uh, what's it called? Ozone layer. Yeah, yeah. it's getting tore up over there. Uh, so, global warming. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so. I better say, I better pay attention. Because this, this I can't, I can't deal with this, man. Because it's gonna be a lot. Last year, it felt like it was a hot ass summer. It was. Yeah, and it was it hot had like summer. a hot streak for like what, like a, a few weeks. It was like lingering around in the hundreds. Yeah, it was like late nineties or mid nineties or something. I kept thinking like I ain't got enough vacation days, man. <laughs> like, I can't do this. <laughs> but now it's kind of like all right, man. They starting like May and like eighty like this. It's like all right, man. It's gonna be a long summer for us, man. So y'all gotta buckle down. Y'all gotta go out there and get your box fans, man. Mm-hmm. Keep them on rotation, man. Just do something, man. Get one of them fans, man. You know how you used to do as a kid, spray a little water, water in the back in of the fan, it, yeah. man. Get a nice little breeze, mist, man. A nice little mist going through there. Oh Lord, yeah. that's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, Lord, I, I'm gonna send a bathtub with some hot, with some, uh, cool with some uh, ice cold water. ice water, man. Like, <laughs> oh man, I'm just gonna be chilling in there for a little while. Yeah, man, we got a ways to go. It's just now May. I mean, we in the mid May here. We got to go through what September with this, so uh, we. Prepare for a hot summer here, so yeah. But good thing we uh, got the movies popping off though. All the I know all the, that all the good Netflix thing about that is, is yeah. like yeah, it's officially drive-in season, yeah, man. Yeah. And if Netflix is tanking, and if it keeps tanking like this, man, y'all gonna be looking at them theaters a little bit differently, man. Yeah, AC, y'all, y'all see that news, man? The, uh, that price drop of oh, their their stock. Y'all saw that shit? I the did. Past couple? I did. Lord, see, man, the, yeah, that's y'all get, man. Bad things come to you when you don't give us Stranger Things. That's yeah. that's the karma that y'all got. So, yeah. Fortunately, they are, they are giving us to what giving us to us at the end of the month here. So, uh, I'm got that to look forward to. I think Stranger Things comes out in May, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. should have a we should have a watch party. I know. Man, I'm I, I, I can watch, watch that all through the me weekend too, man. I can sit oh, there. Why? I wish you were on on the same page we were, Ryan. We I'm gonna try to catch up before this uh, new season ends. Right. I did see a headline recently regarding Stranger Things. It has entered the top five for most expensive seasons of television of all time. Right now, on average, one episode of Stranger Things costs $30 million an episode. It's in the yeah, top five. So that's where all my money went. I know. <laughs> well, old girl, eleven makes three hundred thousand dollars an episode or something. Like, damn, really? Yeah, something crazy like that. Because they, I mean, pretty much, she's the the star of the show. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Good lord. Yeah, that's- that same Marco. I saw a show I've never got around to watching, but uh, the last three seasons of the show Friends, each cast member was making a million dollars per episode. They wow. did not deserve that. Not, I haven't watched a single Ooh. episode of that. I've seen about four or five. It was just this never show I never got into. Friends, yeah, I never got into it. Yeah. But every, I told you, that's like the biggest accidental racist show that's ever been on TV. It's racist like, show? Yeah, like you know how how hard it is to be in New York and you don't run across one black person, <laughs> not not a mailman, yeah, man, not a neighbor. I've seen bartender. Yeah, I've I've seen ninety six percent of Seinfeld episodes. Not a lot of black. They're people. Not a lot of black. <laughs> I don't remember maybe any. Yeah, I'm sure Kramer's there was uh, attorney. He's yeah, black. Okay. Yeah. But he was pretty much a character of Johnny Cochran. But yeah, you didn't see anybody walking on the street that was black. Yeah, it was yeah, all, everybody no, they came into was pretty much white. Yeah, because yeah, I remember it was like what season three or something like that. I think uh, David uh, Swimmer is that the dude's name that was on Friends? Yeah, I think he said that not in an article, uh, some kind of interview, or whatever. Where he said like he made the decision that when he was gonna when he was gonna bring on like his quote unquote girlfriend on there, and I think it was um, Aisha Taylor. 
mm-hmm. uh, the comedian. I think he made her his girlfriend because he handpicked her or whatever. Because it's like he is being condescending of like this show looks a type of way because there's like no black representation anywhere on this show as far as that. And he's like, all right, I'm making a kind of decision like my girlfriend. I, like I want her to be black, whatever. So I was like, all right, man. He acknowledges that the show looks the type of way yeah. that it does, man. Could you imagine if they did Sex in the City and there was like no black people anywhere? Right. It'll be so damn weird because that doesn't even represent New York, man. You accidentally run into damn near any race on any given day, mm-hmm. even here in Fort Wayne. It is hard to to avoid a certain race, right? Even, oh, yeah. We got a lot of this, uh, what's we call it different type of cultures and races here. I mean, we got we have a bunch. Even Southside, yeah, we, we was at Southside. We were like the third or fourth most diverse school in the yeah, country. We had, we had Russians, yeah, there at Southside, Bosnians, and everything. I mean, we had a. What's those dude type from people from Thailand? People uh, from um, Vietnamese. Yeah, what's man, the main Vietnam. one though? Um, not Filipino, but uh, Laos. Laos was another one. Burmese. We have Bur- a lot of those Burmese. A lot of Burmese. Yeah. Oh yeah, we a have a million of them. We have a really big Burmese community. Here yeah, in we do. We do. They. I need to start learning that shit, man. Yeah. I think they be talking about me about the <laughs> man. I, I need to learn that. They shit. all work at uh, Vera Bradley down there by the airport. <laughs> Uh, so um, <laughs> making need purses. To get some shoes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we have a huge community of uh, all kind of different cultures and walks of life here. For uh, not a huge city, and we're right in the middle as far as you know population. Yeah, so. it feels like we're a real big hub. Yeah, like because yeah, everything's right in the middle. We're right in the middle of much bigger cities, you know. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. So sh- shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to everybody who watched the movie this past week. Shout out to y'all who've been catching up on your shows. The Ben's worthy, man. Mm-hmm. They're like. This is, this has been a pretty good week, man. I just celebrated my twelve year uh, wedding anniversary. Oh, man, Damn, a round of applause for that. Twelve years, yeah, man. that's what I said. That's twelve years, that, that, that ain't nothing to sneeze at right there, Nothing man. at all. Years, we in it. Oh, had our ups and downs, man. But you know yeah. what, man, we still solid, man. Solid. Like, it's a I, roller coaster, you know. I know. I like to say Ike and Tina, but like, nah, nah, that ain't a good one. Nobody compared to them in a relationship. Nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. You know, Ike and Tina. I like to think they have some good times. I'm, I'm sure that movie made a look a look away yeah. <laughs> Angela Bassett and uh, Lawrence Frisberg, he made yeah. such a great job. But it's kind of like, you know what, you know, you know, black love, man, it just bees like that sometimes. Even watching my show that I'm still binging blackish, it is nothing but dysfunction in the black family, man. And it is it is so damn off putting sometimes to see something so damn accurate on TV like that. It's like, damn, man, they really nailed the relationship part of this stuff. So yeah, because, you know, me and Sean, we got our interracial relationships going, yeah, so we yeah. even have our own little struggle, like, mixing in families, you one know, another. You know, I was just talking about that. She invited me to, she's going to hear this, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah, she invited me to ledge. a uh, single demire party with her family, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I love going anywhere. All right, man, but, ke- ke- before you go on that, why do white people like celebrating single demire so damn much? <laughs> they like to drink. They like it. Anything they love that, to you, drink. But it was no drinking there, actually. You don't need a holiday to drink? Yeah. Damn. I, I think it's something to give people together, especially with these times. But uh, she always says, you know, like I, 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 mean, I might joke around with like going places where there's all white people or something, and she's like, oh, it's not even like that. But I don't, they don't understand that it is like that sometimes. You know what I mean? Like when you go somewhere, and I'm not the darkest crayon in the box, but you know they know I'm something else. But when you go there, I go to different towns, and you know you get out the car and people look at you. You know what I mean? You notice that as a black male. You know what I mean? And sometimes I'd be like, damn, man, you know, I don't mind going all these places, but I have to be aware of my surroundings. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, it's not like you're looking for it, but right. you definitely catch it after a beat. And they don't understand how they can possibly understand like we understand that they say, oh, that's not going to happen. Nobody do nothing because you're with me. I'm like, okay, that still can happen, though. You see what I'm saying? Like, just because you don't think it can happen, that don't mean that people not thinking it. 
they may not say something, but they do little side things. You know what I mean? They make jokes, the stuff that I catch. You know what I mean? And it hasn't happened with her, but it's happened in the past. So I don't think they understand quite like for a black male to go somewhere where it's none of us there is kind of uncomfortable sometimes. You know what I mean? So yeah. when I'm the only one and there's 300 of the other race, you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, this is uncomfortable a little bit. And I can get along with everybody. That's just the type of person I am. But sometimes that can be a tad bit uncomfortable, and I think that they it kind of goes over their head a little bit. Like, oh no, you're good, you're good, you're with me. Yeah, but still, you know, what I mean, it's a little uncomfortable. So. Yeah, you gotta walk in those shoes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I, I mean, I chose you know to hang out with. You know, it doesn't matter and all that. It's always fun. I have a good time. But sometimes, like, damn, man, you know, other black people here, you know, so <laughs> not one, you know, well, so yeah. no, because it. You know, it always does kind of throw me off if we're just going to go have this conversation. It always does bother me when some people say that, like, I don't see race. I'm like, yeah. all right, it's okay to see race. It's how you mm-hmm. treat race. Yeah, yeah. That's the big distinction of, like, what, what really lies in your heart. Now, you want to talk about uncomfortable. I just went to a damn Garth Brooks concert oh, I saw at that, Notre yeah. Dame Stadium. You want to talk about being the only one. I'm pretty sure Good I was God. the only Negro in that whole stadium <laughs> that wasn't the help. They probably put you on the jumbotron. had your face in there. <laughs> they probably saw me. He's like, hey, what's he doing here? Like, it's a terrorist. We got a terrorist. Yeah. This ain't no Kanye concert. It's Garth Brooks. Come on, man. Thunder roll, man. Get, get, get to know your playlist. Something oh, like yeah, but I ain't gonna lie, I did have a good time there because if anything else, man, like this burn being around other people while they drinking, it is always a fun ass conversation when they when they start getting drinking, they start talking to me, they look at me, they like they like we family. Because I was yeah. in like I was in a section, man, when they started talking to me, they was all happy. It's like, hey man, how you doing here, bro? Hey man, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? Like, I know you was a Garth Brooks fan, man. Right. You like Garth Brooks for real? I was like, nah, man, my wife brought me yeah. here, man. He's like, oh man, that's cool that you even came with her, yeah, man. That's yeah. cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. Oh man, you're gonna love this concert. We're gonna have some fun tonight, man. Yeah. They had like seven, eight beers and they had mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, first of all, that's ten bucks a piece. Right, man, yes, going to a, yeah. yeah, and the parking there is ridiculous. I, I know. It's, I've been there for football games. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't know why they would ever do that to somebody, man. We really need to work on this tunneling thing that Elon Musk has been working on, man, because we need to find a better way to travel. Because tunneling just, thing. Yo, man, remember when he wanted to do the underground, like the little uh, tubes or whatever, to travel yeah, in L.A.? Yeah. He, he was talking about doing that. Oh, shit. That's too scary sounding for me. I don't, I don't get. I'm scared that. of elevators, but I absolutely <laughs> understand the convenience of getting yeah, through yeah. traffic at this point, man, because I can't stand this shit. Gas prices are going up, man. It's either that or we got to go to Mars. That's the only other option that <laughs> yeah, we have. Man. We, we got to leave the no goddamn Mars. No, I swear, I'm man. I'm dying here on Earth. Uh. That's my conspiracy, man. Earth is going to turn into Wally for I, real. I see We're going to abandon this damn place. We're going to go to a whole nother, like sailing ship in the sky. We all yeah. have fun out there. We got to get our oxygen straight because I've seen Total Recall. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. My eyes popping out my head. <laughs> <Dead serious. laughs> Living uh, under a dome. <laughs> 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 Living oh, under a dome and shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Skip so. that. No, that was like a horror movie. When no, I saw no. Like, oh, what the hell That was this? horrifying. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Person. You couldn't be out there for one second. Man, Jesus. So, I don't know. We better have the oxygen situated before we do that. Knowing us, we'll have to get it in our mama's name and shit and credit and all be all messed up up there and shit. So. Yeah, I ain't even get on another ride at Cedar Point, let alone <laughs> getting on a damn rocket ship. I know, man. Fuck I that. Mean, we don't, that's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to see what the afterlife looks like before yeah. going to damn Mars to live. Uh, yeah. Skip that. 
No, I go to Mars. I don't know about y'all. I'll, I'll be on that flight, man. I'll, I'll be like, yeah, man, <laughs> SpaceX, man, take me there. Yeah, like, to... I seen what Earth had to offer, man. Let's see what they got up there. <laughs> nothing. There's nothing Hell out no. there. It's all kind it's of dark and cold. That's yeah. all it is. And no I'll oxygen. Give a, yeah. I don't give a damn. It's got to be better parking. True that. I can't deal with Earthlings no more, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all starting to get on my damn nerves, man. Fast food here sucks, man. The gas prices are crazy, man. Like oxygen is just ugh. like yeah. we're we getting really bad around here, man. I just need to go somewhere else, man. <laughs> okay. At this point, those, I heard those grays are racist too. You think racism is bad here on Earth? Wait till you deal with those gray aliens yeah, out there on yeah. Mars. <laughs> Take they your black gray. ass oh, back. No ET up there. They might be blue like Avatar, man. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, hey, those people are very welcome. All right. Very yeah, welcome, hopefully, man. Hopefully. I don't know. We messed it up in the last Avatar movie. You all see the new trailer for Avatar? I did see the new trailer. Yeah. think about that? There's not I, a whole I, lot going there on. There wasn't but. a whole lot going on, but at the very least, I still it brought me back to that feeling that I had when I watched it in 3D. It is a very beautiful it is, yeah. very beautiful scenery that they have there, man. So I, you saw Doctor Strange in 3D is what you're saying? I didn't, no, I, 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 can't watch, I can't watch it. It has to be a special kind of movie to make me want to watch it in 3D. Not just oh, a, yeah. not just like a Doctor Strange Marvel kind of movie. It has to be like an animated movie to make me want to watch it in 3D. Like, like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Like I hate to bring that up again, man, but that was worth every last damn penny that I paid in 3D. I would that just like great. to see that on the big screen. I'm sure it probably looked incredible, but to this day, and I I saw the original Avengers movie in 3D and couldn't stand it. Oh, I could I hated that damn 3D. Yeah, that wasn't worth it in 3D. That was still it, had, it didn't have enough action in it to make it worth your while. It has to be an animated movie for kids. Usually they go all out for those damn things because it's for kids. Well, it has to. The only movies that have blown me away in 3D is like this is worth seeing in 3D. Avatar and Sandra Bullock Gravity. Those, but the reason I forgot about that movie. That movie was, that George Clooney. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that movie was absolutely incredible. But they were planned for 3D. They were shot, and each shot was set up to give you the full 3D experience. Not something shot in 2D and post converted to 3D, just so they can charge you extra for movie I tickets. I would watch that in IMAX. IMAX, I think that would look pretty damn It was absolutely it amazing. Gravity, I saw in IMAX. Not 3D, though, but IMAX, I saw it. Yeah. Gravity was incredible in 3D. Yeah. And yeah. I did see AMC, uh, where I'd end up seeing Doctor Strange and paid $13 for my IMAX ticket. Yep. AMC nationwide was charging more per ticket, $2 more per ticket than any other screening with the exact same time. That is going to be the death of the theater going industry. Stop being greedy, Hollywood, and theater and the theatrical industry. I know it's rough waters, but charging more for for the big releases is not is how you're going to turn people away. Say, oh, I'll just wait until it comes out on streaming or DVD, Blu-ray. Don't go back to the old days. You're going to make your money still. Charge the same price as you're charging. For Sing 2 or some crap. Stop upcharging for these big blockbuster releases. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Never in our lifetime has that happened. Ever. Post-COVID, these theater chains are charging more for the big Hollywood blockbuster releases for the first couple weeks. It's That's sickening to me. Never. Yeah, it's never happened in Hollywood point. history. <clears throat> All right. So, well, I hope they just get buried because, I'm, like I said, Regal's starting to look like Coventry before they got shut down. Mm-hmm. Like, the line's a little bit longer, man. Was just, I, I don't know what it is, man. There, it's something missing, man. Like, they, they did, like, the convenient, like, menu for, like, a couple of years because of COVID. They need to bring back more items on the menu because, at the very least, AMC has a much better food menu. 
Yeah. It makes it worth a while, man. If I'm going to be sitting there, man, like for like three hours, man, like give me some good food. I need more than hot dog and popcorn. I don't eat fucking popcorn, man. I, I need to let everybody know yeah. that popcorn fucking sucks. I hate it. It doesn't fill you up, man. Unless they get like some barbecue flavored popcorn, I'm not going to partake. I'm All sorry. Right. See, I don't understand that. The, the, if there's one positive mm-hmm. with the concessions in Fort Wayne, the movie theater popcorn is off the it chain. Gotta it have popcorn. Oh, it's so good. Gotta have the popcorn. Oh. It's like saying like a like a steak is a lot better at a restaurant. I don't know about y'all, man, but I cook a pretty damn good steak at my house. I, you must have a grill at home. A oh yeah, anniversary gift. My wife got me an air fryer. Oh damn, damn. I got one of those too. Don't even use it. Barely, I don't use it like twice. I got a, I got a big. My wife got me a big ass one. It looked like a fucking pizza oven. Oh yeah, I got a big boy. It's like about that tall. Like it's like an egg, like a, like like egg shaped kind of. I don't even. I only use it like twice, but it it was pretty gravy when I did use it. It was dope. Man, I put some French be. fries in it. And it was just like I got them. The, I had some leftover French fries, just like I got them from the you know restaurant the first time. You know, good it was deal. pretty good. So. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It just heats them and fries them up pretty good, man. Oh, yeah. I made wings of mine last night. Them oh, yeah? Those fucking bomb, From man. Frozen? I got it. Or you recooked from them? Frozen. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I haven't tried too much Frozen stuff, so. Oh, Lord, yeah. man. I, I, I slam so damn good, man. Have the garlic <laughs> herb, man. Spices on it, man. Nice. And, of course, you top it off with a little sweet baby rays and a little bit of honey, man. Get some mm. hot sauce mixed in there. Man. I like oh, man. style. Man, them wings is fucking fire, man. I tore up the whole damn bag. I gave, <laughs> I gave my son five, and I'm still pissed about that five. <laughs> <laughs> I want that five back. I was like, Hold on, man. I need to get more of these ways, man. Yeah. Those are pretty, sound pretty good, yeah. No, man, that's all it takes, man. This is me cooking at the house, man. I can't wait to start having like a fire in the backyard, man. Get drink some beer, man, or something, man. Just hang out. Man. Yeah. Stop that's, complaining that's like, about that heat, fellas. Y'all. No, man, the that, summer's for that, though. You smell heck, it. When yeah. you smell barbecue, that just put you right in the summertime. That's serious. Even Will Smith's song comes on in my head, Summer, Summertime. Even when he <laughs> with the smack, you know what I mean? So, I, I feel guilty about that. Right? I'm like, man, can I think about Will Smith in a positive light now? I'm like, how much longer do we have to fucking condemn Will Smith right. before we actually let this go? I can slowly creep this back into it. This guy makes a good it. movie. Yeah, yeah. Make a good movie. Yeah. You're in I clear. told you, there, there's a process. He has to he has to publicly apologize to Chris Rock because he still hasn't done that yet. And it still makes me sick that he said, the very, uh, somebody said the very next day, he called Will Packer to personally apologize for what he did to his show. I'm like... Did you apologize to Chris Rock, the man that you assaulted on stage and humiliated, like him, like apologize to him before he sues your ass? You already, we already know you probably on the track to getting divorced, man. That's the only way you can really get back in the good graces of the American people. You have to divorce this, this black gypsy that you call a white, <laughs> and then get back in the good graces of the people. That way you can start making your your bullshit hero movies, Men in Black, man. Maybe you can be Deadshot again. Who knows? Just get a get a paycheck, make a good movie, man. Like and just move on with your life. That's what he needs to do. He got he got he got to apologize to Chris. He has to get rid of the black gypsy before she turns into like the the red witch from fucking uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. And then you have to go out and just just make a good blockbuster movie, man. No nothing low budget, man. You're you're Will Smith. You're the biggest star in the world, man. Make a big huge blockbuster movie. He has to make a movie like Tom Cruise or something. Really, oh, yeah. that will be a that will be a dope. All right, I'm gonna put it out in the universe. I'm just gonna pitch this that him and Tom Cruise can both play like a like agents or something like that, and then they can go against each other. They can battle it out. It'll be like a kind of like how they did the Expendables the first time around. The first time around. The first one was good. The first one was good because of nostalgia. Because, like, oh, man, all these stars together. And Sylvester Stallone, apparently, he drinks like vampire blood because this dude hasn't really aged. He's still in great Better shape shape than us. Good guy. No, he... 40 years older and in better shape. He... He is a beast. I am... 
I am usually impressed because usually I say not, not every time I say this it feels racist, but you know, white people y'all y'all don't have a lot of examples of y'all aging really really well. <laughs> you know, black don't crack that 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 black don't crack became a phrase for a reason, man. Every time the I only- see somebody else, it's like y'all age like a banana in the sun. Like it, 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 it it's, it's not a good look, man. Like, don't get me wrong, right. y'all, y'all still got Meryl Streep, and she's fine as all get out, man. Yeah, man, y'all, y'all have a few of them yeah, out there, man. Yeah, we got Kate Blanchett on TV here. Kate Blanchett, she looks good, man. Uh, Julia Roberts, she's another one that's been aging pretty well. But for the most part, man, like, y'all, 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 y'all got to age just a little bit better, man. Y'all got to get a little bit more sunscreen or something like that. Y'all got to start doing yoga and stop just wearing the pants. I don't know. Something else has got to be working for y'all, man. Cause, and the celebs, stop getting plastic surgery because Meg Ryan – you destroyed yourself. I did see a picture of her recently, and it, it, it wasn't a great look. I mean, Michael Jackson level of disgusting here. Good yeah. Lord, how would you destroy yourself like that? <laughs> yeah, you know how you see somebody else underwater? <laughs> That's exactly what her <laughs> face looks like. <laughs> it's blurry. It's all, it's all messed up, man. It's like, all right, man. It's like a... She was like a cartoon character in like Cool World. Mm. Y'all remember that movie? <laughs> underrated. Very, yes. very underrated movie. Love Brad Pitt movie. might be one of his best roles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I love that movie. Oh yeah, but yeah, that's that's what needs to happen, man. Will Smith, if you need uh, another, uh, you need another publicist, man. I, I, I work for free. <laughs> I work for free. All I need is like just tickets, tickets to new movies, tickets to anything, man. <laughs> Aladdin two something, man. I need something exclusive. <laughs> another seven pounds, eight pounds, man. Like yeah, Will Smith survived. Yeah. I don't know. Man. I'll, I'll think of something. But yeah, that's that's what you do. Course of action. And aside from that, man, let's hurry and get to our uh, standing ovation this All week, right. man. Who, anyone want to take lead? Y'all want to give it up to me? What's going on? Um, I can go first. I had to dig deep this weekend, and I was thinking about different stuff. So good thing we had an extra day, and I actually saw this guy on a movie I was watching. Uh, Charles S. Dutton. Oh, I love that man. This oh, you watched Alien Street? Yeah, no, I watched um, Rudy. He was, oh, he was in awesome Rudy, in Rudy. Yeah, I was just watching bits and pieces of it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give it to my man, and I remember him in the, the show Rock. First of all, oh yeah, y'all remember Rock? Rock yeah, was a good yeah, show. He was a yeah, trash yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That's what I think really he was best, show. really best known for. I think when people, I mean, Rock had a couple conversations about him. They didn't know who he was until I mentioned Rock, the show. Um, people love Rudy. Yeah, too. people love Rudy. But I think for me, I think people knew him more for either Rudy or Rock. That show. most black folks. Do. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Crocodile Dundee too. Yeah, he was in. I don't even think I've seen that. I love those movies. I forgot all about that. Uh, This dude has just been around for a long time. Uh, He's he's what? He was in... um, uh, Yeah, he was in Dundee, too. I forgot about that. Gothica. Uh, A lot of movies that he was in. Yeah, yeah, remember Halle Berry. Yeah, he got uh, chopped into little pieces in the movie, but he played a... Yeah, he got what he deserved. He sometimes dies in his movie. He dies in a lot of movies. A lot of movies. I saw him in A Secret Window with Johnny Depp. He died in that. He got. He his, was in that. Yeah. Well, Johnny Depp shot. Yeah. Remember, he was Johnny I saw Depp's it in secu- the theater. I don't even remember. He that. was his security, Leon's, Leon's, whatever you call it. And, I remember uh, just the, the Jesus guy. Yeah, he called the- him over to protect him from the Jesus guy, and he shot him in the head. I forgot in the about car. Him remember, that. he found him the next day in the car, and Charles S. Dunn was dead. Uh, surviving the game. He was in that. He was it, awesome but, in that. But for me, man, he was in, oh, little down dirty shame. He was in that. Um, Great bad guy in that. Oh yes, yeah, yes, he was. Yes, yep, I forgot yep. about that. Um, uh, Legion, Legion. Remember, he was up there. He, he was, was a cook with the with the hand. Yeah, he was telling um um what's the ball dude from uh, Tyrese. Tyrese about how, how to live life and shit on the rooftop before oh, they shit. all died. All right, he, he I forgot he was in one of my uh, favorite movies, uh, A Time to Kill. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, he was, he was, he was a sheriff, and of course he was in Mimic. 
I forgot about that one. Yeah, maybe, oh, yeah, that movie is a very underrated movie somehow. <laughs> I remember that. And then it had to be middle school when that came out. I remember that. Mid-90s? Oh, yeah. oh, shit, man. We've got... It's Alien? Men's Society, man. Oh, a black oh, classic. Yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah, damn it. We forgot all about that. Yeah, I was... Oh, I was going to say it. He was a positive one. black male in yeah, that movie, man. <coughs> he went right over my head. This is a hunt. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah don't stuff. you forget it. For He's me... Like, and you're the prey. Yeah. All you got to do is survive. That's all I'm telling you to do. And that's pretty much uh, the, 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 the damn slang for us. Like, yeah, just survive. Right, yeah. But for me, man, y'all know, y'all know me. I, I like scary movies. I like sci-fi. Alien 3, when he was in Alien 3, he was in that prison uh, with Sigourney Weaver up in the... Uh, 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 is that the third one? That's Alien Three, right? Yeah. Yes. Was it was it a prison that they were? They were in a prison in space. Yeah. They were like the harshest, most oh, yeah, lethal yeah. criminals only went there. All right. I was and thinking about something else. I think it was like Alien Resurrection. It was like a cargo ship or something. That, like that. was the one after, I think. Yeah. 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 So he was in the third one where uh, Sigourney Weaver landed on some ocean and they found her and they brought her back to the ship and um, they were just stuck up in space and they were supposed to get help. And one of the aliens came out of that Rottweiler and was just running around killing everybody. And he has some of the memorable quotes I could think of. Like, he's like, I'm not going to die today. You know what I mean? He's like, we're going to keep ourselves in here. Very we're good speech. I know he's just, just saying, like, nobody's ever gave me shit. So we're going <laughs> to go out here. We're going to die. We're going to die trying. It was just like, like die on your knees. Yeah. Die like <laughs> a man. Die like a man. Nobody ever gave me a goddamn thing. <laughs> it had me wanting to go fight the motherfucking alien. Like, goddamn, let me give me a that stick or something. You know what I mean? And he ended up making it far with uh, Sigourney Weaver until, you know, he kind of like gave his he, life to save her. Now, that's yeah. a movie cliche, yeah. The Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Cause he sat I wish there. it wasn't him. Yeah, he didn't deserve to go. He helped her through the whole movie. He did the same damn thing in Mimic. He died. Yeah, he did. In? Yes, he yeah did. I remember, I remember when he like were, uh, the bugs was getting ready to get to the the girl and uh, the little boy. So and he sacrificed he, himself. He, ho- he hopped out the subway oh, train okay. and he started dragging his leg. Yeah. It was all bloody. He dies in a lot of movies. I saw. I, I remember, but he that, got a real bad surviving the game. He got it real bad. An alien. That's yeah. they threw that hot lead on him. That was a mercy kill. Yeah, because the alien was already ripping him to shreds. Yeah. But the fact that he did it for Sigourney, because Sigourney had to. To, to get out, you know what I mean? So the alien wasn't going to kill her because she had the baby in her. And uh, he was like, come on, motherfucker, come on. And just started he tearing him up. Like but he's a, he, his, his, the way he talked in that movie, his speeches, I'll never forget. I watch I ain't, ain't going to lie. I, I, would, I would die for Sigourney Weaver, too. I don't know. I have to I, try to climb out at no, first. I, <laughs> I, I, love, I love Sigourney Weaver, even until this day. I, <laughs> Me I still too. love her. She's I, one of my I, favorite, favorite female actresses. There's yeah. few female actresses that yeah. I would die for. Sigourney Weaver is one of oh, them. Oh, yeah, especially yeah, back rocks. then. Back then. Is she an Avatar? Yeah, one? she was in the first one. Was she they, in the second one? There's a rumor that they brought her back into the second one, even though she quote unquote died in the first one. I think they found a way to bring her okay, back. Okay, side so. note. Did y'all see like the little human that was with them? And no, the I Avatar missed that. It had like dreads and it had the mask on. Oh, wait, they had a kid? They had like a person with them. Huh. And it was huh. running around. And I, Next time you watch that trailer, look at the little dread-like person that's huh. obviously shorter than them because they were like 12 feet tall. Yeah, it looked or like something. they had a kid. Yeah, but it was a, it had a human. It was a human because it had on the oxygen mask. Well, it looks like the military is taking up avatars as well. The, yeah. The, the American military. So I, I've heard they're bringing back the... Uh, the main villain from the first one in this. Okay. They kept saying How? that. he died. I, I, I Who's think, the main villain? I think we, um, saw, general? we saw the general yeah. guy oh. from the first one. Oh, okay. It looks like he's one of the avatars that we saw in that trailer. You'll see Avatar went military gear. And it looks like some of the, the quote-unquote good avatars are shooting bow and arrows at him. But they had guns. I'm pretty sure that's that guy. 
And there was somebody, these limp dick scientists want to yeah. study these trees. I didn't that, know that. Yeah, I, I thought they killed him. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like he's coming. If they're bringing Sigourney Weaver back, I'm sure they're bringing him back. Right, and I yeah. do want to say, just on a side note, I wasn't blown away by the trailer because I've only seen it in 2D. I and I do think Ava- Avatar, you really have to see in 3D to fully appreciate Yeah, yeah I saw that in 3D. But yeah. I, I, all I know is ever since Avatar came out, all <laughs> James Cameron has been doing is going in submarines and floating underwater. He even did an IMAX documentary about underwater. This movie is going to be incredible. Even if oh, the yeah. trailer's going to blow me away, <coughs> I, my ticket's already sold. Well, we have like 12 years to 14 years to wait on this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, part of me is still disappointed. I wish someone of James Cameron's talents would have done at least two more original projects as opposed to four Avatar sequels. But if there's one thing James Cameron likes more than movies, it's freaking water. He is obsessed with the oceans, and that's how he's spending his riches. He's traveling the oceans in his free time. This this technology and this footage is going to be incredible. This will, Avatar and their sequels will probably be the only movies I'll ever invest in 3D in. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be worth it. Well, he didn't make this particular alien. I think David Fincher made that alien three, but uh, he was alien one or two, wasn't he? James Cameron two, two, aliens. yeah, which was my favorite aliens. That's my favorite out of the out of the, out of the prequel. I'm or the an trilogy. alien one guy, but aliens, uh, aliens, is, when they brought that military up there, it just makes ah oh, man, it's just something a little bit different with it, you know. But Charles S. Dutton, Alien Three was like his one of my favorite performances of him, and I always like I always respect him. He was in like I said, Rudy. He always played like in uh, Rudy was like a respectful guy. He was like the janitor you know going around trying to help rudy out on the sidelines but i always see him and i wasn't man charles s dutton that's one of my favorite actors so i'm gonna give it to charles s dutton for me tonight been around for a while he's getting up there in age i think he's in his mid-70s so uh next time you check him out you know make sure you uh give him a nod even on screen he's a good actor man so for me tonight charles s dutton that's who i got so. Right. Every movie's better with him in it. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good actor. Yeah, he's nice. I always remember him as a kid. I always remember the show Rock. We used to watch that after school. So that yeah. was a good show. Yeah, I love that yeah. show. Yeah. I wish it lasted a little bit longer. I think it had like what three, four seasons. Maybe. It wasn't long at all. Yeah, yeah. So he was a trash man. <laughs> yeah, he was a trash guy. It, yeah. it was very believable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So he was a staple in my household. All those episodes were getting watched. I used to love that show. Oh yeah, I love Rock. Yeah. All right, man. My standing ovation this week is uh, somebody who, who I, I still to this day love very much. Even though he is kind of on that Nicolas Cage path of like having like the low budget, like straight to DVD movies at this Uh-oh. point. Well, straight to streaming movies at this point because you know who has a DVD player unless you have a PS5 that's not digital. <laughs> so, Matt, I just want to give my standing ovation this week to Mr. John Travolta. Oh man, John Travolta was easily one of the biggest stars of the '90s, '80s, and '90s, really, because you know, Staying Alive. You know, that was a nice little, mm-hmm. that was a cool little mark for him. I wasn't a big Staying Alive kind of guy myself and even when you want to go back a little bit further than that i think it was just grease when he first came out this dude just always had a reason to fucking dance yeah like he would dance in a movie just like tom cruise would run <laughs> tom cruise would run in every right. damn movie you've ever seen even when he was in the firm a lawyer he still found a reason to start running for no yeah. damn reason yeah. whatsoever yeah. That's a, <laughs> y'all remember that shit he was like running, right. always running like, hey tom did you run yet nope well get to going <laughs> All right, so yeah, like Mr. John Devolta, man, I want to give him a special shout out, man, because uh, 
uh, recently in the past year, he, uh, he actually lost his wife, Miss uh, Kelly Preston, to mm-hmm. uh, breast cancer. So, yeah, uh, rest in peace to her, man, because I, I did enjoy her career where she was going. Uh, Jerry Maguire was a nice little movie for her. So, yeah, I mean, every time I watch that movie, I'm always thinking about her. And Mr. John DeVolta, man, I. I liked him a lot in the 90s when he was doing Look Who's Talking. Yeah. You remember those yeah, movies yeah, with uh, yeah, Bruce yeah, Willis was a voice? Yeah. Those movies are awesome. The little baby one. <laughs> yeah, it was great. The first one was yeah. good. The second one was cool. When it got to the dogs talking, I was like, all right, man, come on. Man. Really not a, all yeah. right, all right, all dogs going to heaven, man. Y'all, oh, y'all, y'all trying bad. to go there now? Like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't need all that, man. Mr. John Travolta, man, just chill out, man. Just keep making your, your movies, man. Uh, and I also want to give, uh, along with him, uh, Mr. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, a special little shout out because I feel like he revitalized his career at in the middle of it when uh, he had like a little bit of a dry spell, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he got into Pulp Fiction, and then everybody kept thinking like, "Oh, damn, John Travolta is back!" I, don't, I kept thinking like, "Like, where where did he go, man?" Yeah. Like, but if you think about it, man, Mr. Travolta, he had uh, his career really is kind of like Nick Cage. I feel like it really did go like all over the place when yeah. you start to think about it. Because you had Grease, he has Head and Night Fever, man. But y'all remember when he did the movie Hairspray? Yeah. Remember when he, he played that, uh, that woman in uh, Hairspray? Uh, he I never doing, saw that. I, I never seen not, it. But I, I never seen it, but it was kind of like, ugh, like, did you have to do all that, man? He had to go like Medea with all this shit. <laughs> it's kind of like, all right, man, you know how they always say, like, they try to put a black man in the dress. Like, yeah. he, he seemed all too happy to get in that damn dress, man. <laughs> that sounds bopping so around. I'm not looking forward to seeing that shit. One thing I'll say okay. about him, what I heard, is the... Um, uh, hmm? Oh, one thing I heard about with him is, especially with Quentin Tarantino, is that he would refuse to say the N word in, in anything he's ever done. Like he was yeah. like, yeah, he. I heard. I, I don't know where I saw that at, but I heard he he never said he would never say N word. Like he, Samuel Jackson was saying it all when them two were together in Pulp Fiction, but you you'd never hear John Travolta say it. And I think that's pretty uh pretty cool of him not to say that you know because so, Quentin Tarantino has... throws them all over the place you know so you remember a movie that he made I think it was in like the 90s I think it was called uh, White Man's Burden with uh, Sidney Portier yes it's, it's a movie where basically like everything was like opposite Reverse, like, yes. mm-hmm. where white people were actually like Fair, black people and I black think people that went straight like to people. HBO <laughs> I don't remember that that was HBO production that movie was good that mm-hmm. movie was really good I remember mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot more than I anticipated mm-hmm. when I first because somebody recommended that I watch it because like, they was trying to describe it like oh man it's like it's like white people are really like black people black people like white people like wait, wait what do you mean like like, yeah. like like white people are subservient to us like yeah they, it, like, everything was in like reverse. they live in the ghetto like that's how it's like oh <laughs> like yeah they basically flip society <laughs> on his head and like yeah black people are like the up the upper echelon kind of people yeah. and uh, oh yeah people. yeah I mean, right. <laughs> one main part is of all the social commentary in that the one part that sticks out is john travolta putting salt on his ketchup and i learned that from him <laughs> exactly i learned that from him he's, oh, like, why, he's like why you putting salt on the fries before you put the ketchup on you put the ketchup on then you put the salt on that way you control how much salt is <laughs> yes. on the fry ever huh. since the kid is stuck with me yes it's 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 too right, my man i thought i was the only one that learned yeah. stuff from that damn movie. i, I learned man. how to eat pizza back from the ninja turtles so when they <laughs> unfold them up that's what i learned but i never remember the ketchup in the fries so. that wasn't a big hit now they just had to catch on hbo during uh, the first okay. year okay right. uh, yeah, yeah that was a good that, movie that, that was one that i did i didn't remember uh another uh uh, movie that uh, was really popular when it came out because it came off the tail of like uh, the Matrix, uh, the movie Swordfish. 
But yeah. they tried to use yeah, the same awesome. cinem- mm-hmm. cinematography, like the slow motion camera. Oh, yeah. yeah, man, they they tried that, and uh, it was, that was it, I, I like that movie though. It was, like the way that they sold it, it, it was still a it was still a pretty good movie. If y'all want to see Halle Berry with her with her top off, you know what I'm saying? Like that was a nice Hugh little Jackman getting a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, like yeah. it made me want to become a hacker. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is a lifestyle. Like, cool. <laughs> man, let's, let's go break some firewalls. Man. Come on, let's get out there. Yeah, you can break more than firewalls with that. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. And uh, man, let me go through his filmography. Uh, Wild Hogs was a good one. I the thought that was pretty funny with Martin Lawrence and. Uh, I did like that one. Yeah, Martin Lawrence and cool uh, Tim Allen movie. Yeah. I never saw that one. I, you know, uh, I swear, me and I swear, me and uh, who the heck I watched that? Well, I can't remember, but I feel like I watched that one time, like over the summer, at least four or five times. It just kept coming on. The whole Wild Hogs. It was a decent little movie. I like. It, it yeah. was still pretty cool. Yeah, it was Star pretty, Power Net. wasn't like the funniest thing in the world, but it was. It was kind of funny, man. Uh, uh, William H Macy was in there. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. I Tim Allen, I believe. Mm-hmm. If I remember mm-hmm. previews, right? Oh yeah, and uh, I guess the start of his movie career was in the movie Carrie. Yeah, I remember when he was in Carrie. Yes, he was I like do. the boyfriend yeah, when he was on the stage the, yeah, when they pulled the blood yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I had to look at it twice because somebody told me he was in there. I was like, he was? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he was the boyfriend. And I was underneath the stage when they dropped the blood on her. It's like, oh, oh, that was a young John Devolter. Mm-hmm. All right, that was a nice little look. Uh, another good one that he had uh, in the 90s, uh, Broken Arrow. Love it. I yeah, remember that plays, one, yeah. I with love the, that 90s, guy, with yeah. the 90s heartthrob, yeah. Christian Slater. Christian Slater, yeah, I remember that, watching that. He plays a great bad guy. Now. Yeah, he did. Yeah. See, when he plays a bad guy, he does pretty good. I hated him, yeah. yeah. Speaking of bad guy, the taking of Pelham 123, he played another bad guy. Very I good. That, I thought that was another good one you with better, Denzel. You better name... The highlight of Nicolas Cage's career in my eyes. Face Off. Yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Buddy. Oh, yeah. That was coming. Face Off. Uh, the General's Daughter. Me and my wife like to watch that movie a I lot. I that, yeah. Uh, Get Shorty. That was another one. That, that was a good one. That, that was a good one. Yeah, Roy Lindo, baby. He was hilarious. In that he had a lot of good hits in the <laughs> 90s, man. I, I got to give it up to him for his that. His career one. is freaking awesome. I now, mean, he all, now, I think he almost buried his career with Battlefield Earth. That was the one where everybody looked at him and was like, like, dude, what the hell? That's kind of like Kevin Costner in Waterworld. It's kind of like, what were you doing? That's the movie you take for the check, and everybody looks at you kind of funny because the movie, at the very least, was not even decent. It was awful. And, uh, it was yeah, god Him and Tom Cruise are the poster boys of Scientology. And... Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they all always put them up on a pedestal to say, you joined Scientology, this is what we can do with your career. Look at Tom Cruise and uh, John Travolta. You know, I was always surprised John Travolta died in Pulp Fiction. And I, I was like, he, he dead? You know what I mean? Like, I was confused yeah. because... Uh, because the way the, the whole time the, the way the timeline was confusing me, like what is going yeah. on? I first saw it, like they killed John Travolta, but then I thought, well, Bruce Willis shot him, but maybe that makes sense because he's a, just as big of an actor as him, you know? What I mean, but I was I thought he I was very shocked that he died. And then I saw the ending; they were in the restaurant. I was like, what the hell am I watching here? Then I had to take a time to go back and go over it all and say there was. The way it was on, it was all mixed up. So yeah, so. yeah, that was a nice little flip of how he does his storyline. Yeah. At the very least, you see him like like living at the end, man. But you, right. you got to see before it was like, all right, man, he got his ass shot up in the bathroom. <laughs> he got tore up bad. <laughs> that, made, that, that reminds yeah. me, like, hey, man, no matter where you go, take your gun with you. Yeah, in yeah. the bathroom, in the toilet, man. Like, he he picked it up, didn't he? John Travolta picked up the gun, or did he have a gun? Oh, uh, Bruce, Bruce Willis. So he was at the house. He went back to go get his father's watch. Yeah, yep, yep. He had to get that watch. Then he went to watch a bit of pop tart in. Then he saw the gun on the counter. He's like, what the hell? Then of course John Travolta comes out the bathroom with a paper. Hell yeah, nothing he could do either. He's like, all right, man, you just did as hell. He knew he. They wanted him, you know what I mean. So for what he did with the boxing stuff, so yeah. And yeah. I, I saw in a documentary, uh, out of all of Quentin Tarantino's filmography, that's the one movie where there's a co-screenwriter in that. His initial plan to make 
Pulp Fiction, he wanted to do a uh, three separate storylines with three different <coughs> directors doing it. Um, and he wrote he wrote the story uh, regarding the John Travolta characters taking Marcellus Wallace's wife out. That's what that's how Tr- Tarantino came up with the idea for Pulp Fiction. He wanted Tony Scott, who did True Romance, the original Top Gun. He wanted Man him on to, Fire. Yeah, yeah, he wanted Tony Scott to do a separate section. But the co the only Tarantino movie there's a co screenwriter. Um, that guy actually came up with the Bruce Willis storyline with the boxer. Tarantino said the only thing he added to that was a story about the watch where Christopher Walken makes a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's the yes. only part of that storyline that Tarantino wrote. But other than that, uh, Tarantino wrote all of his other movies, but that was the only movie he had a co-screenwriter and he came up with that box right. That's good. That was good. Yeah, man, you're always good for your sample facts, man. <laughs> oh, and uh, probably my top five, one of my top five Tarant- uh, not Tarantino, John Travolta movies. Uh, y'all seen the movie Basic? With him and uh, Samuel L. Jackson when they was in like the that was really good in that the was... jungle and they had to figure out like kind of like like who killed who or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember good th- thriller. I, I really my, enjoyed. Me that. and my wife love that movie. Anytime we see that on streaming and we get a chance to watch it, I'm I like, forgot. Right. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I was thinking about, about that. That movie. was a really really good movie, and I do enjoy that movie a lot, a very very lot. So if y'all ever need like a hidden gem for John Travolta. Go watch Basic. Man. Basic was just, awesome. Just look it up. Try to find it somewhere, man. That movie is incredible. That that was one of my favorite movies when it first Ooh. came out. So yeah, that was a good movie. See, I need to check that one out. So stand elevation this week for me, Mr. John Travolta. I still think you got a little bit of life left in your career, man. You ain't got to keep doing these streaming <coughs> movies, man. You, you're, you're a lot better in this. Yeah, like good. he finally accepted that he's going bald. He got rid of those hair plugs. Thank God. And I think he's moving on. So yeah, just give John Travolta another try, man. Like he's still trying to do his thing man but hopefully he just needs like one good role all it takes is one good role and then you no, get back in there yeah it wasn't it wasn't Gotti because that, that movie was fucking terrible from what I heard like they need to throw that, that as well. all the way in the trash so yeah maybe he just need another role man just get himself back in the game and then he's back in there like Nick Cage like you know just Nick Cage will keep making a movie if there was ever a, a, a actor out there who believes in, like, keep shooting until you make one, like, he represents <laughs> no. that to a full extent. <laughs> James Brown died. Nicholas Cage is the hardest working man in entertainment. <laughs> he will shoot his shot no matter what. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he cross half court, he think he in range, man. That's the kind, that's the kind of actor he is. He's like, I'm going to shoot, man, until I can't shoot no more. So, yeah. yeah. Shout out to you. Shout out to John DeVolta, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm hoping good things are coming for you in the future, man, because I still believe that your skill is, is still there. You can still make some good movies. So, yeah, Mr. John DeVolta, a standing ovation for me this week. All right, Ryan, what you got, man? Nice, nice. Uh, my standing ovation is inspired by some small-budget independent film that came out over the weekend called Doctor Strange. I think I heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some small studio called Marvel. Doctor Strange Love, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> um. I I enjoyed it. I was definitely in my top three most anticipated movies of this year. And I was slightly let down. And you've heard on previous episodes that I'm a Sam Raimi fanboy. So I had very high expectations for this. It was okay. It was okay. But the one thing that was on my mind when the end credits came on was who the hell composed this movie? Because this shit freaking was awesome. The score for this movie was freaking awesome. Who composed this? And sure enough, a name that I remember since probably five or six years old, watching those credits on the VHS tapes at home, Danny Elfman, the composer of the Doctor Strange and some multiverse, his score freaking rocked. I do have my nitpicks about the movie, minor complaints, 
wasn't far from uh, what I was expecting, but the score for this movie was awesome. And sure enough, when I saw Danny Elfman's name, it uh, brought back some good memories because he's done the score for a lot of my favorite movies uh, growing up. Uh, composer, born uh, 1953 in Los Angeles, got his start in the movie industry uh, with him and his brother composing a, they start a musical group. And uh, his brother ended up getting into filmmaking, and he made a movie in 1980 called Forbidden Zone, which I've never seen, never even heard of it until I started looking up Danny Elfman for the show. And uh, he did the score for his brother's movie, Forbidden Zone 1980, and started doing scores after that. This man has composed the scores for some of my Tim Burton favorites, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Beetlejuice, uh, Michael Keaton starring 1989 Batman in the sequel Batman Returns. Uh, to a lesser extent, the Johnny Depp, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That was actually better than I expected. He's also did the uh, highest grossing R-rated movie of 1986. Uh, the Robert, uh, I'm sorry, Robert Downey Jr. was in this movie, but Rodney Dangerfield's Back to School from 1986. Keep in mind, that movie was rated R and made more money than Ferris Bueller's Day Off when that came out. Back to school is freaking hilarious. Ferris Bueller is still a better movie. That's yeah, just me. Ferris Bueller is something that everybody knows. Back, no, Back to School is a classic, man, yeah. but Ferris Bueller is just a timeless classic. classic. I hear you, yeah. and I love Ferris Bueller, but I, as, as an adult, seeing uh, the dude have his little meltdown and kicking his dad's car out the garage... Oh, everybody I, felt him on that one. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I, that scene does not hold up that well. I, I didn't. Okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, here that's to bash, I'm <laughs> not here to bash Fresh Bill's day off. I'm giving the nod back to school if I have to pick one. I'm sorry. It's a dead man's party. That that song freaking rocks. I love that party scene. That Beetlejuice, Michael Keaton, Dick Tracy. You guys remember that movie? Mm. Oh yeah, I Edward Scissor's Hands. Uh, one of my favorite 90s movies, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, if it's not Menace to Society, the Hughes Brothers' best movie is Dead Presidents. He did the score for Dead Presidents. I love that movie. I love that score. The original Mission Impossible to start this whole franchise. Men in Black. Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire from 2002. Internet Movie Database, Danny Elfman. And there's movies that I didn't even want to mention You'll see he scored a lot of these, a lot of movies that uh, you probably uh, enjoyed the music too, and uh, didn't even know it. So if there's a uh, elite class of composers working in the movie industry right now, I'm putting Danny Elfman in that top five. He always brings the goods, and he absolutely did in Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. I got my complaints about the movie, which I'm sure we'll discuss. In this uh, segment, hell yeah, we are. I thought but it was all in unison. Yeah. You, are, you, score, you out of pocket. I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't dislike it. I was just let down. But the score was one of the positives of this, and I freaking loved it. Danny Elfman, you're a, a national treasure. Keep up the great work. You kicked ass with this Doctor Strange too. I love you, man. All right, that's how that's how I know we nerds, man. We watch a movie and we get all wrapped up in the damn composer. <laughs> I thought I was the only one that like looking at the credits. I'm like, all right, man, who did that music, man? Yeah. Or shout that? out to Marvel for making uh, the majority of the moviegoers to go see them in theaters, sitting through the credits. And this yeah. is the first movie I've seen. I keep in mind, I'm gonna. That, there's two post credit scenes. Absolutely hated the first one. 
I laughed at the second one. Wait, you was, hated the first one? I, we'll talk about that. I don't we'll, know what that, I don't know we'll what talk, that we'll, is. We'll, we'll, but, we'll talk yeah. about I hated because we'll, we'll talk about that. I just yeah, want we'll to say that one of the bright spots of Doctor Strange 2 was its last shot of the movie and the mystery that could lead up to its sequel and any other Marvel movies after that. And I hated having that mystery pretty much solved a minute and 30 seconds later by saying, oh, yeah, we got this big star we're going to throw in front of your face. Don't don't even ponder, audience. We're throwing this big star so you can go see this movie with her in it. I, 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 one of the best shots of Doctor Strange 2 was his last shot, and I thought that post-credit scene with the blue eyelash ruined that. But we'll talk about that. But this is one of the first ones I've seen where there were seven special effects companies behind it. Uh, from that makes ni- a lot of sense, yeah, because they had a lot of special effects. There were effects. a lot of special effects, but it's usually one. It's either <clears throat> Industrial Light Industrial Light and Magic, which spawned from the original Star Wars and George Lucas. They did most of these blockbusters. But after Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings original trilogy in the early 2000s, uh, there's a digital company called Weta, that W-E-T-A, that did a lot of these blockbusters. I've never seen a movie that had Weta, Industrial Light, and Magic all, all on the same team. And then there were five other companies I've never heard of. That just gives you a taste of the rocky waters in the Hollywood industry, how they're sparsing out talent as much as they can to save money. I have never in my life seen a blockbuster use seven different special effects companies due to special effects. Never in my life. The special effects were great, mind you. I didn't have a problem with the result. But that was just one of the main things that I noticed watching those credits. I have never seen... Take a look at any... We're sitting here watching um, Thor Ragnarok in the background during this podcast. Take a look at these credits. I guarantee you'll just see Industrial Light and Magic and 100 people working for Industrial... You won't see Weta, Joe Blow from Indiana, Joe Blow from Ohio. I've never seen that with Doctor Strange. I hope this isn't the new norm because... That's a that's a part of the Hollywood industry that's been getting screwed over. How they're giving these people short deadlines to get these effects done, and these people are working pretty much twenty hour days just to meet these these deadlines. But I digress. And uh, yeah, Danny Elfman, you kicked ass in Doctor Strange too. So yeah, we can keep going to the next segment. Well, I'm sure we got plenty <laughs> to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a bad thing about watching the movie. Why we were trying to do a podcast? I'm looking like, like, damn, this movie was so fucking good. Yeah, it's funny. Fuck yeah, it was. Yeah. This movie freaking rocks. Yeah. I love Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, it's funny. You know what they keep they keep doing that. And you know what? They always seem to manage. Like after after they did Dark, Thor: The Dark World, and I seem like all other movies, they always found a reason to go back to Thor: The Dark World. Like it had so many hidden gems in there that people have to pay attention to. Like when they did the End Game, they had to go back to what. Thor the Dark World. They mm-hmm. had to go back there and get the ether. Like I, I, I like how they set it up. Like even though a lot of people hate the Thor the Dark World, they had to say like, "Hey, this movie was still important. We still have to pay attention to it." That's how Marvel is so damn good. They make you pay attention to their trash. Like this movie was trash, and they still have to go back and watch it. So yeah, shout out to Marvel and all those after credits, man, because they even fucking DC is trying to catch up with that shit. Yeah. I heard that uh, this is yeah. Doctor Strange two into the multiverse. The twenty eighth movie yeah. in the cinematic. That is insane. The we one, have never seen a, a run like this. The one thing with and this, it's not even close to being over. Yeah, no. One thing with this movie is I, I, I guess it kind of led into um, Endgame and Infinity War. I, 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 
I liked Hulk being goofy, but I want to see Hulk smash stuff. I don't want to see Hulk yeah, I didn't like goofing Professor off Hulk. a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't like the in-game Hulk either. That's one thing I had a gripe with. Yeah, because he really didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. anything. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Professor Hulk. Yeah, yeah I, I, Hulk didn't get no revenge on Thanos. Thanos whooped him and threw him out of the damn, threw him back to Earth, or they had to throw him back to Earth. Idris Elba took him back to Elf Earth because he's getting ready to get his ass whooped, and he never got his revenge on Thanos. Oh, he yeah. didn't even slap him in the back of the head or none. He's just... You know, too goofy, Professor Hulk, like you, like you said, Tommy, I wanted to see Hulk smash. I want to see Hulk from the early Avengers, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. this was funny, don't get me wrong, but they, they took the Hulk to a different direction I didn't like. So I, I, I'm of the opinion, I love the Hulk in this. Yeah, he was I funny, love, but it, that was enough. He was funny because he was yeah. actually talking. He had like yeah. a little bit more of a personality. But he was still Hulk in this one. He was Absolutely. not Professor Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. I, that's yeah. one of the reasons, I'm sure I'm in the minority of this. I still think the first Avengers movie is the best out of the four. That's my personal favorite. And one of the reasons is because Hulk kicks Smash. a yeah, lot of ass. Yeah, he does. Him tearing up yeah. that airship, chasing Black Widow around, and then him destroying New York City. Oh, that was one of the yeah. best things I've seen in my cinematic In game, he just threw a bench. Threw the bench when, Scar- when um, Scarlett Johansson died. Just threw a bench. Yeah. Make believe beat up a taxi car, you know. What I mean, like he just didn't do nothing. You yeah, know he I mean? didn't so, do a lot. Yeah. Well, so. well, shit. I still say the Incredible Hulk, the movie that I like it. I, I enjoyed I, myself. I, I loved that movie when it came right after uh, Iron Man. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, man, Marvel got something going right here, man. Because you remember the it first... came before Iron Man. That that was the kickoff of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, it came after because I remember Iron Man was in the after credits of Incredible Hulk with a thunderbolt. What are you sure? Iron Man came first, and then Incredible Hulk came later on that year. Because remember, in the Africans of Incredible Hulk, they had a they had a Iron Man or Tony uh, Tony Stark meeting uh, uh, Thunderbolt J- at that. Uh, no, it wasn't who Samuel was Jackson. Hulk? It was Thunderbolt. Uh, William Hurt, who just died. Oh this yeah, past yeah. Year. Who, who was the Hulk though? Was it John? Uh, it, was Edward, it was Edward Norton oh, okay. in yeah, the first yeah. one, and then they got uh, Mark Ruffalo. But yeah, t- uh, Tony Stark uh, was in the Africans with uh, Thunderbolt. Who, who was the first Hulk with the dogs? Eric oh, Eric Banner. Uh, yeah, nah, yeah, we, yeah. we don't talk about that. One. <laughs> who was that? Though? Who who made that? Sony. That was, was Marvel. That Ang Lee. Ang Lee directed it. That wasn't and I Marvel. Think that though, that was wasn't it? part of the Marvel. Okay. No, no, that don't count as far as the Marvel. Oh, okay. they, they tried to do some independent. It was kind of like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They had to sketch that bitch. They they shook it up, man. They threw it in the trash <laughs> <laughs> because that movie was absolute garbage. Yeah. Hope looked like so terrible. He was yeah. bright green. Yeah. Was like, yeah, this ain't it. The trailers yeah. for that movie looked incredible. I it remember did. they showed that during the Super Bowl. So, oh, I can't wait for this movie. That was a huge. I hated that. Is that the one? Every time he got mad, he would just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Every time yeah, something they had the hit him, dogs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he yeah. Like Nick Nolte lightning. At Nick Nolte, yeah, yeah. That oh. was his dad or something like that. Yeah, I yeah. remember. Yeah, it was like man, they could have done a lot better. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. That was a gigantic letdown. I hated that movie <laughs> so much. Yeah, he had like the purple shorts on and shit. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was it was it was nasty. It was absolutely nasty. It was like all right, man. Y'all can't just take our good movies, man. Just just throw them in the trash like that. Damn, it was so damn bad. Yeah, but let's, let's keep moving on. Binge worthy, man. Binge worthy, man. Which I've been binging because I haven't binged anything. So y'all can just skip me on this let's one. Finish that winning time, the first season. I did. I you, finished that. Oh yeah, I guess I finished that in Moon Knight. Yeah, I never. I haven't finished Moon Knight. I fell off of Moon Knight a little bit because I was just too lost. I gotta admit that I was lost as shit. I watched the season yeah. finale. I ain't gonna lie, I'm still lost. Yeah, see, I know really? I'll be lost. Damn. I'm trying to get information from the like IT it, people at work. Like, yeah, what it, happened? It, man? it was still good, but <laughs> yeah. it, but the way it ended, it was kind of like, damn, that's how the show ends. I, yeah. I don't know what the hell went on. I feel like I was lost the entire season. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I just need to read up on the dude, man. But this was like, it was all over the place. It was kind of weird. It was really fun to watch, man. But it was kind of like. 
I, I, I still don't know who the who or what the hell he is. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's kind of it's kind of weird to watch a whole Marvel show, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm still lost. I'm still lost. But it was a good show. I'm enjoying. I've only made the episode four myself. I have finished. All ten episodes of Winning Time. Yeah, what'd you think of that Winning Time? I, it was like incredible. It, yeah. it was incredible. It, it was good. really, really good. good. And uh, they got to have a season two because they didn't even talk about the HIV stuff with Magic Johnson or the yeah, tragic. I like, how they, Johnson, I like yeah. how they started the show. But that's yeah. ten years down the line from where this episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it's, but it's way, a part of the it's show. Way far down the line. Yeah, but it's part of the that 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 era though. You know what I mean? It's part of yeah, that because time that was like the official end of, of the Magic era. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because in the nineties, it was in nineties. But Magic wasn't Magic Johnson anymore either. Though I think he was a little bit. You know, yeah, I remember past like his time he, by this. He had to retire, oh, then he, he came played, back for like half played. a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, he retired again. Yeah, See, yep. you know, keep in mind, look at that team he drove to the finals that where Michael Jordan won his first championship. That was by far the worst Lakers team Magic Johnson played for, and they still won game one of prime Michael Jordan in the finals. That with Vladdy Divac, just trust yeah, me, yeah. that Lakers team had no reason coming out right, the West. Right. Magic Johnson was still balling. Oh, HIV balling, just shortened his career. Yeah. And keep in mind, Sean Brown, the LeBron James fanatic. I am. Four rings for LeBron. Magic won five rings in the 80s alone. Five rings. Eight five five rings. But he also had that? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, one of for the uh, top five, ten player on his LeBron, team. LeBron. Yeah, but he yeah. wanted that LeBron first championship with him out. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. D-Wade was a top five player when he joined the oh, Miami. Oh, my. Going back to the Miami, man. Come on. That's Miami was years ago. We are not going to get sidetracked with a he LeBron could, James conversation. We're not. I, I refuse to, but LeBron he couldn't deal with his initial he team. He still won. They still won a championship the next year after that or two years after that. They won two. He won two with Miami. Two out of four ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. It's not That's bad, nice but keep in mind, when that team first joined up, I didn't think it would – I never oh, thought – I thought that was the first team I thought would break the Bulls' 72-10 oh, yeah, record. I, everybody, everybody thought – We thought, thought they would play no stopping this. Yeah, yeah. All right, we going to break this LeBron up. LeBron had eight <laughs> points in the NBA Finals. We are, we are not a sports podcast. <laughs> we are a movie podcast. We are not having this damn conversation. <laughs> we, see, <laughs> see how we get sidetracked with bringing up LeBron James? And he made like one touchy. bad movie and one Because movie. we – you know, we, we live through both. We live through mostly Michael Jordan and all of LeBron. So it's we can we can comment on both, you know. What I mean, so yeah, I'm, I'm still going to say Jordan, but I am a LeBron fan, a super fan of LeBron. So yeah, I do yeah. think that it was very very uh, admirable that they even did this show because yeah. I, because I can tell they ruffled a lot of feathers, like uh, taking on this storyline, mm-hmm. even though they say in the beginning of the show that. This is like a dramatization yeah, of like yeah. facts and mixed well, in with a little. They're uh, truth. actually coming out with an actual another show with uh, with uh, Magic Johnson, and he's part of it. He wasn't a part of this HBO one, but they have uh, another show coming not. out. Yeah, yeah, and so they did not circle uh, put him in a bright uh, like a, some of the good lights in this show because there's a lot of women, and we all know that, but it's kind of hard to see maybe people who didn't know that. Uh, he had a woman in his bed every time they showed him in his room. You know, he had two or three women in his bed, you know. So, it was just a big orgy out there, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, um, you're going to be out there near, near a Playboy match. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, it was a good show, man. I really enjoyed it. John C. Riley, he, he's he's a hell of an actor, man. And everybody in there, the girl who played Jeannie Buzz, uh, everybody. His mom passed away in the last couple uh, episodes. It was just a, it's a good show, man. It was really good, really good show. It was really good, even though yeah. I know what was going to happen because I know how Magic won like, won his first championship. Just right. to see all the shit that they had to go through behind the scenes, even though it was dramatiz- dramatization, like they said, 
A part mm-hmm. of me does believe that Jerry West is that was that kind of dude when he yeah, was Yeah, and that's probably why he's so mad about that. When you get mad yeah, at the truth, truth man. Is, truth is hurt. It hurts, yeah. So Yeah, the truth hurt when you got a belly full of lies. Man. Right. But that's just that that's just how right. it is sometimes. Maybe he's grown out of that and he's somebody else now, and he just didn't want to re- relive that, you know. So he probably was. I could see in his face he, he looks like an asshole, you know. So And I was a little bit skeptical about uh Adrian Brony uh Brody playing uh Pat, Pat Riley. Riley be good. But he does he yeah. does look the part. I he can definitely does. He he looks the part. Uh, what's, what's, what's the one guy uh, that played uh, West Ed? Uh, Paul. Segan? Oh, dude from yeah, Paul yeah, uh, from I Love You Man and yeah. Forty Old Virgin. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. He even he did a really good job. Like I told you, comedians have like a really yeah. good the drama side to their acting, man. So he really pulled that shit off, man. He actually played it off pretty well. Our boy Ed Wood is it Ed Harris or Ed Wood? Uh, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. He this dude done played all kind of characters in life. Yeah. He's played everybody, man. He's played basketball players. Remember the Titans? He's done all kind of stuff, man. Uh, well, he was in The Wire, right? Wasn't he in The Wire? Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's done a lot. He he really plays a good little... Um, what was it, uh, Spencer? Spencer uh, Haywood. Spencer, Spencer Haywood. Yeah, he was in deep into drugs in the movie. Yep. So I'm pretty sure he's pissed off somewhere. Like, God damn it, it makes me look like a complete crackhead. Well, so, he ain't said nothing, so I'm nah, they must have got something right. <laughs> they got to have something right. So yeah. Kareem ain't said nothing. No, no. Yeah. Kareem was like, "Yeah, that, that was probably true." This dude, this dude wanted to kill the Lakers. He man, I want you to shoot the Lakers, <laughs> the whole so team. I, saw that, I was like, man, what the hell? This is gonna take a left really no, quick. No, man, what the hell? They talking about kill the Lakers? So yeah, that was a really. It's been a really good show. I can't wait for uh, season two to come out. So I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, I was a little bit skeptical when I first saw it, man, but as soon as I saw Magic. And uh, the, what's that one guy? The John C. Riley mm-hmm. playing Doctor Bus. They they did an incredible job. He, he looks like both him of those too. two. He looks exactly guy. like him. Yeah, yeah, he did a really good job, right. man. So shout out to uh, Adam McKay for uh, putting this show on uh, HBO Max. Oh, because, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's got some lawsuits coming because some people are pissed off about it. But that's all right. HBO's no, got this back, I think. So. No, it's, it's kind of like uh, how a scary movie like The Wayans got away with that. Like, yeah, the parody. If it's, if it's a parody yeah. or you say it's a dramatization, you can get away with that like lawfully. So I understand why they had do all that say hey hey this isn't this isn't all like true this is like a dramatization mm-hmm. we, we made some stuff up along the way it makes it with facts so i think they, they they got it man like the art is gonna be what it is man you gotta let people do what they want to do and if you're just mad at the show because it puts you in a bad light like magic can't say too damn much because even everybody knows magic had a past about right. running through some chicks he even said even when he came out with the hiv uh positive thing he's like yeah like there's no way in hell I was gonna track down who gave it to me because I, I was running through. Right, we all know like you don't just get He's H- not the HIV. only professional athlete who was running through hoes. I heard. No, no, yeah. but the fact that it's crazy that he had it this long because I, I mean, I mean, back then they probably thought that was a straight death wish. You were everybody thought, thought that it they was thought he was all yeah. gonna shrivel up and die. Right, and I thought he was when I heard. It, I was like, damn, Magic Johnson's about to go. You know what I mean? Like this dude. Is healthier than I am, you know what I mean? Like this dude has been around forever, you know what I mean? So, and that's that, also the bad thing about it is like since Magic had it for so long and he's he looking healthy as ever, yeah. Everybody thinking like, damn man, like HIV really ain't that bad. It's like, yeah, no, yes, yeah, it is that he's bad. Got Six hundred million dollars in the bank and he can pay for all the damn medication that he probably got to take just to keep that at bay, you know what I mean? So I'm sure he takes twenty pills a day just to keep manage that, you know what I mean? So hell, I gotta do a bunch of shit just to have diabetes, right? Right? Yeah. Just imagine <laughs> if you had one of the deadliest. At back then, at back then, people were pretty sure that you got that from being gay, 
and it was in it was in a lot of the black community back. I then, know that was know? a lot yes, of the talk so, back then. So, that everybody mm-hmm. kept thinking like uh, because a lot of the stuff that's going on with him and uh, Arsenio were really close. Him mm-hmm. and Isaiah were really close. Mm-hmm. They kept thinking like, oh, because uh, he kissing Isaiah and shit. Yeah, yeah, man. This is just kind of like man. People he weren't people weren't as open back then as we are now. So yeah, like Damon Wayne said, the only person that would play him was Dennis Rodman. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't give a shit. I don't know what he said. I, I fucked Madonna. I don't know what I got. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, Magic. Come on, let's go. Check it up. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so I can't. So, so I can't guard that's Magic. Oh, I can't, yeah. I can't guard him. Sam, coach, yeah. you got right by me. You can't play the same defense after HIV. Because <laughs> you thought you just sweat on somebody. We didn't. We yeah, didn't man, know. Because there yeah. are this is a bunch of people that they are like Dennis Rodman, but then again, there was a lot of people out there that was like Carmelo. Yeah. That was as ignorant as hell. It's like, oh, I can't play with him, man. I want to get that shit. Carmelo still talking shit, I heard. He'd just be talking shit. He's mad because yeah, he lost to Michael twice. Right, like, right. get over, man. Everybody lost to Michael. Yeah. Man, seriously. Like, come on, man. Take your ass yeah. back on their Charles own Charles Barkley still cool. Gary yeah. Payton. He, Michael took a lot of championships away from some Well, Gary Payton actually got his with Miami, so he got that's over right. He, he he, got, That's right. He got the Lakers. No, yeah, with Miami, yeah. Yeah, he yep, got one Miami, Miami right. when a Shaq went there. So, yeah, he, he got over it real he quick. Yeah, he didn't have to do nothing on that team, but, yeah. Yeah, man, you take a few shots, man, hop in the game, because everybody thought the, uh, was the year before when there was, like, Kobe and Shaq and yeah, Carl Malone yeah, and him. Yeah. And everybody was like, all right, man, that was like a – it was like the A team, like old guys. Yeah, you know Carl Malone was past his prime. I mean, these guys were old at this point, so yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that movie Red. They all old and retired. <laughs> they just collect together for one more run. It's like, all right, man, we old as shit, man. We can't do this shit no more, man. That was one of the, if 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 I had one complaint about that season finale for winning time, I really felt they underscored the offensive dominance that Magic Johnson had in that Game 6 championship win over Philadelphia. Yeah, he had like, what, 40 points? He had plus 40 points, boards or 15 boards, and, like and he seven played assists. all five positions. He played all five positions, and every single clip they showed for the basketball sequences, he was passing to people. He was going behind his back, shaking people up, throwing dimes. This dude had 40-plus points in that game, and he wasn't known as, as an elite scorer in the league yet. And he won a championship scoring 40 that was unheard of for anybody including dr j I, I, that was just one downside i don't think they really nailed the basketball sequences in that yeah I, tell I, I, they didn't really have basketball players there were actors that were basketball players i mean the one but, dude that norm nixon he's the son of the original the dude who played norm nixon he's the son of the original norm nixon really yep yep i so, didn't know that yep yep so so not a lot of them besides him i probably played basketball but i don't even think magic johnson's the dude who played Matty Johnson. Well, played Wood basketball. Harris played because we yeah. all seen him in the bubble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he ain't gonna win just like him. He'll shoot right, your ass. Right. <laughs> Go get to the pop the trunk. Yeah. So <laughs> to my point, we still saw a lot of alley oops getting. Yeah, you, you saw him throwing a lot of alley oops in the season finale and throughout the season. You can easily show Magic Johnson doing hook shots and making layups. We didn't have to see him passing the ball. Ed, just and. No, if, if we want to be real, they probably played on a court that was like masterpiece. Make them say um. Uh, <laughs> it was like it was like a five foot rim. Everybody uh, can dunk, right? Like, right. And that's what we all know Magic Johnson for doing is being a facilitator. I just thought know. I thought that was a real drop ball. You, yeah. we Magic Johnson is absolutely the best point guard of all time, and he is a facilitator. And I just thought that was a real missed opportunity. You could have built up that whole season about him being a facilitator. Then all of a sudden, our leading scorer gets injured. 
in the finals, and he steps up to the plate. I tell you what, I, I'm ready to see what Larry Bird, this dude who plays Larry Bird, going to do. In the no, next I talk about yeah, perfect yeah, casting. Perfect. Oh, my God, he looks Woo! just like Larry Bird. That so, dude, that was great casting. And how he was in his mind, how he was in Maddie Johnson's mind. He'd be looking at him on the couch. What the fuck you looking at? He's I'm in I your head. That. that was dope because you know they had to have a little rivalry. You know what I mean? They played each other in college and all through NBA. So, yeah. Yeah, I but did. you can tell at the end of the show, man, it shows that Bird still had like a great amount of respect for Matt. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because even though he won Rookie of the Year, he wanted he wanted to play him in the championship because he just lost him the year before in college. Right, yeah. yeah, they even showed that in the last episode. They he, put him back in Indiana. They look at these monkeys jumping up in the or his the, family. Yeah, yeah. Not nah, he said he didn't say that, but you should see they put us in Indiana like a little hick town, a, a Terra Hope. You know, what I mean, look at these French, French lick, lick, French lick, yeah, French lick. Look at these monkeys. But out yeah, here. They, yeah, they they yeah. didn't. Larry Bird's character didn't. No, say no, that. It but his remember. brother or whoever was with him, cousin yeah, or whatever. And uh, they just sh- showed him being an ultimate competitor, right? Drinking so a beer. He didn't yeah. give a damn about that rookie there. He was mad that he wasn't in the finals. Yeah, for sure. And, and uh, I did hear you say that uh, Magic Johnson has a new show out. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, I have seen it. Oh, it's dope. That, that yeah. dope. That's my binge worthy. And a- okay. after seeing. Uh, this first season of winning time, I really felt that this Lakers season of 1979-1980 deserved the same treatment that Michael Jordan, uh, The Last Dance, got. Because this was an incredible real-life story. Even though I'm enjoying the dramatization of it in winning time, I really felt this this Lakers team deserves a 10-episode documentary feature for everything that happened leading up to that championship win. It was great. But yes, uh, my binge-worthy is... Uh, a, a four part hour. Each episode is an hour long and four parts. The Apple Plus series called Magic. It's called They Call Me Magic. It's, cool. on, cool, it's, yeah. it's on Apple Plus. I've watched all four hour long episodes. If you enjoyed Winning Time in the least, I definitely did. Give yeah. this show a watch. And uh, that's. And after watching that series after Winning Time, that's one of the reasons I had that complaint about that last episode of Winning Time, how they underscored how Magic Johnson dominated offensively in that Game 6 championship game. They re- that was a real dramatic missed ball as far yeah, as I'm concerned. Yeah, they had a time constraints, I'm sure. They couldn't get everything in that 56 minutes, whatever, you know. Right. They, they, you can't. But I'm not I'm, – they had every chance to really dramatize him dominating offensively. Yeah, and yeah, I, I enjoyed the heck out of Winter. It was great, but I, this is a good counterpart to this to this because yeah. uh, the Winning Time season one just talks about that one year. This four part documentary series pretty much spans the entire. That's dope. I gotta watch period. that because it I, is I, absolutely absolutely worth it. It shows. How much of a legend he was as a high schooler in Lansing, Michigan, mm-hmm. and uh, how he was pretty much considered pretty much the best high school basketball player of all time in the United States during that. And yeah, Larry Bird kept hearing about this guy even in high school. So the fact that they ended up playing each other in the college, college championship, championship yeah. yeah, it was it was a big deal. And uh, yeah, one thing I want to say is um, I didn't realize that Magic Johnson's wife. Is more high yellow than my ass, but they didn't have her she was high she was blacker than Wesley Snipes I was on this say, TV show. Like, yeah, they had her dark as shit. That man. Cookie character, yeah, no, she that, is that was a real dramatization. I was like, Cookie uh, look nothing like Cookie that. Cookie is 
light skin as hell. She's light skin. Yeah, I'm sure with. she was dark. Yeah, based on the show, I don't understand why. Yeah, yeah. she's dark as you yeah, can get. She wasn't that. She was. She wasn't as dark as the girl that was in the show. She's. She it's a lot not lighter. even close. But he really had a baby with her friend, though. I think. I think that's true. Really? Because he has a son that's forty-one. Not Tom, the gay one. Another, the gay one is super gay. We're well, not got nothing to do with anything, but he's closer to our age. But he got another one that's older than us. That had to be at the same time period. That had to be late seventies. So yeah, or, or yeah, late. Yeah, well, how old are we? Thirty-seven. Yeah, it was late seventies, early eighties, and I think that's true. I think some of that's true. But yeah, I didn't know Cookie was dark, light skinned She's like, very light skinned And uh, if you ever seen the show, um, Pardon the Interruption with Michael Wilmot mm, and Tony yeah, Kornheiser. Yeah. Uh, now. This uh, they call me Magic on Apple Plus. They have uh, these are some of the people they interview for this: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Pat Riley, Jerry West, Snoop, Ice Barack Cube. Obama, Ice Cube, Ice Cube, yeah, yeah, oh, Michael yeah. Jordan, Larry oh, Bird, man, Charles Barkley, yeah. Spike Lee. I just talked about Michael Wilbon and and Stephen A. Smith off of uh, First Take. Michael Wilbon and a couple other people I just mentioned said Magic Johnson's. Game six performance to beat Philadelphia was the best performance they've ever seen a basketball player have ever. And and I've told you, you know how I worship Michael Jordan, and I still think the best finals run I've ever seen is D Wade when he won with Shaq with the when Gary Payton was riding the bench in the in the mid two thousands. That whole playoff run from D Wade, he was on another level. But me not being alive, that is the stuff of legend to yeah. see. Magic Johnson had 40-plus points, 15 rebounds, played center, and eight assists. Winning time, I, if there was one complaint I have that last episode, there, if there is no way that if you have no knowledge of basketball, you can really see of how much of a, of how not only out of character that is for Magic Johnson, but that kind of takes him to a new level because nobody expected him to be capable of scoring 40 points. That last episode didn't showcase that enough. For and me. people forget that man, that was six nine. He was that was tall he, as shit he's back tall then. As shit. You know, what I mean, even back then, have a six nine point guard That's that unheard was unheard of. of. You know, you got it six, still is today. Yeah, I mean, LeBron can run point guard, but he's not a true point guard. Man, Jones was a true point guard. You know, what I mean, so, I, I really wish uh, LeBron would play more point. Yeah. No, yeah, I wish he would. No. You don't want to play. <laughs> he is. No. He no, is. Oh, have you heard the news today that? Phil Jackson told Jeannie Buss to trade LeBron and keep Russell Westbrook. Oh, my God. Like, I don't trust that that's, shit. Bro, keep Russell Westbrook. I no, said, like, Pat, uh, you said Pat Riley? Said uh, Phil Jackson. Phil told Jackson. Je- you know, him and Jeannie Buss used to mess around. You know, yeah. Okay, yeah. Phil Jackson, he is an awesome coach. He's not a good manager of teams. Yeah, look no. into the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks are terrible. They're they still the not Knicks. back. The Knicks still, they're he, a little bit better, but still, yeah. He just he made the decision to give Joakim Noah a $70 million contract. Yeah, and think about Phil Jackson, too. He had five of the top 75 players of all time, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he's a, he was a good coach, don't get me wrong, but he's had Jordan, Kobe, Shaq, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's had some some of the best players, you yeah, know? He, so, he gets some ultimate respect as a coach. He does, but as manage, general manager or making uh, CEO-type decisions or... He's not. I don't think he's good at that. So. Yeah. No, not at all. Not yeah, all. That's not his thing. Yeah, so because yeah, he damn near destroyed the Knicks and left. <laughs> he did. He absolutely yeah, he got his out, money and, and left. Went to a ranch and start fishing and shit. Oh, smoking the best weed the world has to <laughs> offer. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to highlight about this. Uh, they call me Magic documentary. That Magic Johnson was the main reason that Larry Bird and Michael Jordan were on that 1992 Dream Team in the Olympics. Both of them turned that down. 
and both of them admitted it was because of Magic Johnson pushing them. Yeah, because Jordan didn't want to wear a Reebok or something like that? No. It, well, he already won a gold medal yeah. in, uh, in 84, and he was just he, he just didn't really want to participate. But Magic said it was always his dream to play on the same team as them. Yeah. And, uh, and plus, uh, he had just been – he retired from the NBA at this point with an HIV diagnosis, and this yeah. was his last chance to really showcase himself on the national spotlight. So Larry – and Jordan played on that dream team because of Magic, gotcha. and that, uh, he had a lot to prove on that dream team. And uh, it, it's 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 great. It's it's a great four hour documentary. It, it's so addictive. Uh, if you have free time on the weekend, you can knock it out in a day or two. Was it on HBO Max? Uh, it's on Apple Plus. Apple Plus. Apple Plus. I got it's that great. too. But I don't know how to sign into. It. I don't know what password I got on. I got to re- redo some shit because I got Apple Plus and Paramount, and I never watched neither one of them. So yeah, I still so, watch my Paramount. I yeah. just, Apple Plus, I haven't gotten to that yet yeah. until I know I'm going to start watching some shows. Because a lot of people say Invasion on uh, Apple Plus is pretty good. Then, of course, you said, uh, what was it, Life of the Party or whatever it was? After Party? Yeah, After Party. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll get that to this you guys. This guy at work told me Halo was good. I was like, oh. That's on Paramount. Yeah, yeah, Paramount. Yeah, it, it is actually good. It is. I'm Halo enjoying, is good? It, okay. it is. Cool. I'm enjoying that. Yeah, yeah they had like the, the one show, 1883, the one with uh, Tim yeah. McGraw. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard that was real good. You yeah, said that was real good, Tommy. Yeah, if you want to see a live action version of Oregon Trail, but not corny. <laughs> My yeah. mom watches that and she likes that. Yeah, yeah so. man, it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so uh, let's get to now, Sean, man. Mm-hmm. Let's just get to this, Ryan, man. Let's, let's just get to our reviews. All right, Ryan, we're going to save you for last because obviously, man, you're just gonna you going to trample all over our good time, man. So let's just get my good news. Can't out. wait mm-hmm. to hear it. Let's, let's right. hear it. Now, if I had to give uh, Doctor Strange and the uh, Multiverse of Madness a grade, I'm going to give it a 4.2 out of 5. Damn. Ooh. 4.2 out of 5 is a pretty solid, pretty solid mm-hmm. one for me. I was very happy because I was right in my prediction. When yeah, I, you were. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. They listened to me when I said John Kwasinski should play uh, Mr. Fantastic. You did pop in mind when I saw that. Yes, yeah. I remember that. And I was, I was like, like ain't that? What the fuck? <laughs> I like, <"Hope." laughs> yeah, he threw on my mind. Song. Yeah. Like, so in the theater, I was really like, yeah. And I yelled out. I was like, holy shit, I was right, man. They actually listened to me. There were shit. claps in my theater as well. Yeah, man, because sort of, I wasn't too excited about, like, uh, Peggy Carter being, like, the British uh, Captain America and, like, a. Uh, the one chick, uh, who was it, Maria Rambo, who was like the Captain Marvel of the, the yes. universe. Honestly, I didn't like her in uh, the Captain Marvel movie. I thought she was... She didn't get enough time to really do anything. She didn't get enough time to really do anything, but even then, I like her as a character. I was like, I, I, I didn't like her that damn much. Uh, the one guy, what was the dude names? Uh, Echo, where the fuck his name is? Who had like the bolt on his head or something yes. like that? Yes. If, if I never played those, uh, keep in mind... I, I do want to recommend any Lego Marvel game. Play that game. It is absolutely addictive. You'll have a blast if you got a friend to play it with. Those Lego Marvel games are freaking amazing. I would not have known who that character is with the... The boat on his head? Yeah, the yeah. boat on his head. Yeah, I, I, I never I, seen I him do, before. I knew of him because I have like this little Marvel game that I play on my phone where it shows you like damn near all the Marvel character is his name black bolt yeah it's called yeah. black bolt okay yeah yeah and he can't talk if you talk he yeah he basically yeah. like he, all his powers like through his like his voice and yeah. he like, can fly because yeah. that lego game that dude can fly i was shocked i would not have known who that guy was wasn't for the Lego game but okay i'm listening i'm listening yeah but yeah overall i was i was, once again i was very excited about seeing uh the fantastic four uh mr fantastic in there and not only that john krasinski playing it because i told you that will be the perfect 
casting of a Mr. Fantastic. Hank Hemp. If, if they get Emily Blunt and they actually do this like all the way through, uh-huh. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Man. Because cause I said, they, they look perfect yeah, they do. as those yeah. damn parts. He was perfect as that part. I wish they would have went a little bit further with it, but for what they gave me, I thought it was really good. Now, overall, it was... It was a little bit off-putting to see like a uh, Wanda as like the bad guy after she just went through all that shit through mm-hmm. her show mm-hmm. to have her like the bad guy to like trying to say like she's doing all this just trying to get her kids back. It was kind of like, like uh, I, I I guess I could buy into that, but just like uh, I, like I, her being the bad guy, it didn't feel right to me in a lot of ways. It's kind of like damn, she's been through so much yeah. shit. She's just trying to get her life back together. She didn't even try to find vision. She's like fuck that. Yeah. I just want my kids back. It was kind of like, and uh, she knows it's fake. She's willing to look through that. So yeah, her being the bad guy, I have to say they they did put that out there that this was going to be like a horror movie. And I go lie, they did have some really good horror jumps yeah. for me in this movie. I was like, damn, like Sam, really go for you, dog. Like you actually went there with it, man. Yeah. They marvel into like a horror movie, whatever. And it, was, it actually turned out pretty damn good. The graphics were amazing. Like uh, Doctor Strange, he still did his thing. Uh, overall, the after credits was kind of like uh, it was like uh, the first one was cool when it gave when it gave his third eye. The second one was really funny because of course they brought back uh, Bruce Campbell, who had a shitload of cameos in the first uh, Spider-Man trilogy. Absolutely, he so couldn't I, get in that theater because <laughs> of Bruce Campbell. Yeah, man. So I thought that was I thought that was actually a, a nice a nice little uh, addition to the to the movie. But overall, I thought it was actually pretty good. I wanted to go I wanted them to go a little bit further into it. I really wanted my low key prediction to be right, but I'm all right with him not being in there. They go do the whole multiverse thing. But overall, I thought I thought it was a, a really, really good movie. And I, I like where they were going with it. I like how they started making headlines with the one girl that played... Uh, uh, I can't remember her name in the movie. But she's the girl that can uh, jump through uh, multi... Uh, the Latino? America, America, uh, yeah. America Chavez? Yeah, yeah. man, because apparently she's the, she's the first, uh, the youngest... The youngest uh, Marvel hero out of all of them. And apparently she's lesbian. And apparently, I don't know about y'all, but I really didn't give a shit. I just yeah. thought she did it a really did, good yeah. job. She did a good job, yeah. Yeah, but you know, when you put like an LGBTQ plus uh, member in any movie, man, mm-hmm. they always got to make it into some some kind of weird headline. It's like, oh, yeah. oh she was the first or a representation. It was oh, like, course, right, like, yeah. like, chill out. Can you just give her credit as an actress? She did like a really good job. She's like, like what, only 14 or something like that? 15 or 14, yeah. So, yeah, she got to be one of the youngest uh, Marvel superheroes that's out there. So, I think even Tom Holland, he was only like, what? 16, 17 when he got when he first got casted. So yeah, so I think she's definitely the youngest. So yeah, she did a really good job. Uh, I, I like the multiverse angle that they're going with now. Like all the characters that they they're opening up to. Uh, the one scene that I I, I really did like, but I kind of hated at the same time is uh the scene where uh, Wanda gets to the Illuminati mm-hmm. and she starts fighting all them. It seemed like she made quit work out of them really fucking fast. Like the dude, the uh, the Black Bolt, he died pretty quick, and yeah. uh, Mister Fantastic, he <laughs> went out with no damn near no fight. Yeah. Like Peggy Carter, she didn't last very long after that. And it was like, damn man, like they really had some gruesome deaths in this yeah. damn they thing. They really did, yeah. 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 Like when she got when she got sliced in the half with the shield, I was like, damn, <laughs> yeah, not messing hold around. On. Hold on, that's worse than when the dude like killed the one dude in the street and the <laughs> the Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, you got it bad. I'm yeah. Like holy shit, man, mm. they are not messing around. Wanda is no damn joke. All right, I like how they showed how powerful she really is. Yeah. I wish they would have given this kind of 
just kind of showing to Vision to show how powerful he really is because I yeah. feel like they really screwed him over in he hasn't the movies. Done nothing in these movies. Yeah, he, he had like one. Yeah. He had like one semi decent movie in uh, the Captain America Civil War where they kind of showed how powerful he really is. Yeah. But ever since then, he kept getting his ass whooped. Yeah, like all throughout the movies, he kept getting his ass whooped. Yeah, I was, like, I was right, worried man. about what Wanda's doing. That's why. So yeah, man, I just, I just wish they would have went a little bit further with it. But for what they gave me, I thought it was pretty damn good. So Doctor Strange, four point two out of five. It, it was it better than uh, Spider Man? No, no, not even close to me because Spider Man had like a lot of scenes in there that's like rewatchable. This one is still pretty good, but that 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 first one bringing in the Spider Man's that was just something special. You can't you can't get better than that for a Marvel movie bringing all those damn characters mm-hmm. together and putting them into a movie. That was something special. We ain't never gonna see that ever again. So yeah, Doctor Strange it was still da- it was still pretty damn good. I I did watch it. Uh, I watched it once. I didn't get a chance to watch it twice, but. For what I saw, that was that was a pretty pretty damn good movie. So yeah, yeah. bravo to Marvel for giving us that one. All right, Sean, All I'll right. let you go next. Ryan, wait your turn. I gotta say, <laughs> so you guys know I like WandaVision. I this was more Wanda. This was more Wanda than Doctor Strange. To me, it was. Yeah. Doctor Strange was like, like this. He took back seat to her. But man, when I tell you guys, I this is what I wanted: a horror movie mixed with a Marvel movie. Is what we got. I when she when she there was a scene they were messing with uh, Wong and them at that little temple, and she came in there trying to get the girl, the America Chavez, and she came out that little dong. She was like all sideways. That remind oh, me of yeah. like the Grudge because Sam Raimi made the Grudge. It reminded me of make the Grudge. He, he didn't. He, he was, didn't make the Grudge. He no. was one. He was part it, of it. it. It looked like Evil Dead. Evil it, Dead. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. But it was he did do the Grudge, didn't he? No. Um. He was uh, part of the grudge. grudge. It kind of reminded me of the ring where she hopped out the TV. They might have yeah. threw his name on the producer. Oh, okay. He had something. I think he had something to do with it. But it has some kind of... It reminds me like the way that girl was crawling and stuff like that. Scarlet Witch is, is dope, man. She, she was... It was like... I, this is what I... I farted in the movies when I saw some of these like, I was like, man, God damn. This is what I wanted. Like, this is a horror movie, man. Like, this is... is what the hell they got to do with it? I was just saying. Like, I was so excited. Like, this is perfect, man. This is perfect. Because like, you got farted in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I this is exciting. I was so excited. I, it was everything I thought was... I, I was surprised. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching with the... With the way Wanda and I will, Scarlet Witch, they made her the bad guy for sure. Uh, but I just loved every part of the movie. Um, I, 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 I can't think of nothing I didn't like about the movie. I loved the horror scenes of it. Um, when she yeah, was, it, um, it like really scary. Yeah, me a yeah. There bit. was some scary jump scenes. There was some scary. Uh, it was very gruesome. Some parts, you know. What I mean, I'm like, God damn, this is a Marvel movie. Uh, they could have. I, I had to check, make sure this wasn't rated R and some of this stuff. You yeah, know, what like I, mean? I was like, saying, well, like yeah. when, when they started fighting the Illuminati, I was yeah. like, it was, it was, little, she made it was quick way work. more gruesome than I thought it was going to be. She made quick work of them. You know, what I mean, and I even Doctor Strange when he uh, took over that dead corpse, that was pretty. That was pretty dope. Uh, when he took over that dead course and had like all those demons with him and stuff, and they like, that was a really yeah, cool sequence, yeah. man, to see all of them come together. Because when yeah. I saw it in the previews, I couldn't, I couldn't quite understand exactly what I was looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I saw yeah. all those hands behind him and shit, right, right. And they were, but I, when I saw all those souls, I was like, oh, that's that's pretty damn dope. Yeah, right, they, whatever. Yeah, they. I think they ended up punishing him for doing that, right, or something like that. So, didn't something happen to him? Like he got like the third eye or something like that, or yeah, oh, that's because he like took a, over the dark hold. What is it? Uh, it's called daywalking or something that she yeah. was she was doing. She yeah, she was like possessing people. Because she had people. the book. She yeah. was like possessing other people in other universes. Right, right. Now, what what I don't get is why don't she just... She would kill herself in another universe just for the kids, right? Like, wouldn't that be... 
her still having the same, you know, like, wouldn't it be just her still being the same in another universe? Like, okay, so, like, she wanted the, that universe that was, because she said her kids were alive in a multi-universe, right? In a different universe. Yeah. And it wasn't just made up. Because they said, your kids are made up. What are you doing? You, you can't do this. You can't kill this girl over some made up stuff. And she's like, they're not made up. They're in some alternate universe. I was a little confused on that. Like, why don't she just be her? Like, ain't she Wanda in that universe too? Yeah, you know what I mean. That, yeah, yeah, that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't quite make sense. Maybe yeah. I missed something, but right. I think like she can like see them when she was like day walking, so to speak. Uh-huh. But I think she actually wanted this. She wanted to take over that body, then kill kill her, kill that take her Wanda, power. Yeah, yeah. that way she can just like if something ever happened, she can just travel to another universe gotcha, where they can always you. be together. Yeah. It was kind of like, all right, man, this is a little, a little bit. This is a little bit too much right now. This yeah. is where the whole multiverse thing gets kind of confusing because you're right. trying to lose track of like all the rules, yeah, yeah, so to speak. But uh, I can understand. I can a part of me understands what she was trying to accomplish. Yeah, I see because she was kind of like she went through a bunch of shit, and man. One division was rough on her, you know what I mean? So she had to lose everybody in that. She just everything keeps getting taken away from her, and I think she was a little fed up with that. And she wanted her kids so much that she was willing to go to the end. And fight whoever she had to fight, including Doctor Strange and Wong and this American Chavez girl, because she can jump through universes and and like because she could jump through universes and be herself, right? She wasn't yeah. a different person in each universe; she was always herself. I I just enjoyed it. It was a scene where she was walking through and killing the Illuminati. It looked like Carrie to me. You remember when Carrie yeah, had all had that blood, blood on her, her face? Eyes. Yeah, yeah. And there was a scene where they closed this door. And they're like, oh, where'd she go? And she just jumped out. Like, oh, well, like, oh, I know, shit. I jumped there, too. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, man. I had a good time with this movie, man. This is exactly what I've been looking for. I'm a horror person, and they mix horror with Marvel. You guys going to be shocked, man, but i given it a five out of five brown Wow. Points. Yes, this was great for me. I love this. Is probably top three Marvel. I can't, I don't know if you could put Blade in the Marvel universe. I don't think he's quite in there. It'll no, between, not yet. We'll see put, what they do on Mahershala Ali. I would put Infinity Wars. Is it Infinity? Which one was the first? of uh, uh, Infinity War. Infinity was the first War. One. And I would put this number two behind that. What? Me. Over Civil War? Yeah, I, I'm not. Over a, Captain it, America? It, I'm all, even I'm, Winter Soldier? Over all that, man. Because I love WandaVision. Oh, my And this Lord. picked up after WandaVision. Black Panther? Even Black Panther, I would put Black Panther in. I would say I'd have to. I say he would be three because I wanted to put Blade in there, but like he said, he's not part of this universe. Yeah, we got Star Wars. Yeah. Edward Norton, yeah, Hulk, yeah, and yeah. So even but, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man one. Yeah, I, because I didn't. I, I wasn't a huge fan of neither uh, Captain America or Iron Man. I, I mean, I like all these movies. But I no, movie, you were you were an Iron Man. I, I did love Iron Man. You, you even dog me. How could you turn? You, I love Ryan. Iron Man. Why you like Captain America so much? Uh, <laughs> how can you dog? I was like, I like I mean, both, Sean. I, I, I just, I, I, I'm just on Captain America. Like, I like this. Is what I've been waiting on. This is a horror movie mixed with Marvel. It was a I, nice mix of horror. I loved yeah. it. I, I thought it was a great time, man. Now the the in, the end credit screens. I don't. I didn't, scenes. I didn't understand. Is that Charlize Theron? What the hell is that? I didn't understand that. Uh, this is a spoiler oh, review, I guess. Actually, so. like, uh, I had to look her up. I think she actually like plays like Doctor Strange's uh, wife. Wife, right? Okay, like, yeah, I heard on. that. And then the the the, mm-hmm. the nod to Evil Dead with old boy in it. 
um, Bruce, Campbell. Bruce Campbell. I thought that was pretty cool. You know what I mean? And so it just reminded me of like a horror. It was all the horror movies I liked. And I thought Wanda, her, she's one of my favorite characters, man. I thought they just brought him back because he was in the Spider-Man uh, movies. I thought that was more of a... Because he, he was in the original yeah. trilogy. He always had like a weird like cameo part in each movie where he was like, a, he was like the maitre d' at the restaurant oh, okay. when he proposed to Mary yeah, Jane. You know, yeah. He was like a... The usher in Spider-Man 2. Right. Yeah. And that but was, that's Sam Rank because... That, uh, that's a part, that's a director uh, actor duo. Uh, yeah. Bruce yeah. Campbell was a star. Of, yeah, it was Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. It, it just was. I feel like Sam Raimi had his had his hands all over this. This was dope. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know they took it as far as they ever been as far as they ever gone in a Marvel movie as far as what they could show. You know, I mean, I didn't ever see nothing like this in a in a in a comic book movie. So, uh, and a comic book oh, besides right. Blade, but there ain't no right. there's no comic book movie that took it. Wait, what, what Scarlet Witch was doing? I've never seen that. I was kind of like creeped out by it. Like, man, this is this is what I want. This is I feel every piece of what Wanda was doing in this movie. I, I enjoyed it. Doctor Strange did a good job. Uh, the American Chavez girl did a good job. Wong was doing some shit. He had his hands in there. I want to see more of this. This is what I want to see. I'm giving it five brownie points out of five for me it was excellent movie for me and just so. like a good bad guy yeah. you can actually see it from their point of view right, as to right. why they're doing what and they're i don't doing. know how wanda's gonna come back from this because now they try to play it all like yeah. y'all really she was dead no no because she's she no way in hell here's no another that's why it doesn't deserve with all the universes because, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're they left universe. it open for her to come back oh yeah she can come back i don't know how they're gonna make it so that she can be on a positive side of things because she did what she did in, in this movie but well, I, they I, they made Loki redeemable. He yeah. was a bad guy, and he ended up being Hawk a good guy. Hawkeye was killing people too, wasn't he? When he went yeah, to when he was Ronin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess they could, but I mean, I, she might just be you know Scarlet Witch is an evil character, right? I mean, she yeah, is, she yeah. really is because yeah, so, she's supposed to be like the complete opposite of what Doctor Strange is, right? Because she works from a whole other book. She's so, like the the dark a dark arts or yeah, whatever that yeah. they don't really talk about. And that that book that book has got. There's a positive. There's like a good book on the other end that can stop her, right? Like, that, yeah, because the they, book that they were trying to get was supposed to be the opposite of the book that she got in uh, WandaVision, mm-hmm. that she got from Agatha. That she, yeah, yeah, and she was possessing people and shit. Like, oh yeah. man, this is it for me. I, I and look lay, what they lay, actually did with the book once uh, Lacey, Doctor Strange actually Lacey got went it. to sleep. I was man. I they was used that once out. they had once Doctor Strange got that book. He used it for maybe five minutes of screen time. This is a book that pretty much lets. The character do whatever they want. They let a sorcerer do whatever they want, and all it does is gets burnt to a crisp. That's, uh, that's all that happened. All I, that hype about this book, and we don't even get to see it really get used. That's, what's it called? The Stronghold? What's it called? Uh, uh, I can't remember. Uh, the Book of Ashanti or so? What was that book you put on there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need to read that. <laughs> get my lotion out. Book of Ashanti. Yeah. Something crazy. Ba- another bathroom break. Because yeah. you know in the first Doctor Strange, they had like a bunch of books that they could have in the library. Yeah. But, yeah, the Book of Ashanti. I think it was like one of the books. And I think it was like the... They call it the stronghold, the one stronghold, that, she, yeah, that yeah. she had, and that's what Agatha had, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I I don't know, man. I'm not gonna. I'm this in my opinion. It was it was excellent. It was one of the best Marvel movies I've seen, and I like WandaVision. So this is just carried right over. I was telling people at work if you haven't seen WandaVision, it may not make a lot of sense if you haven't seen that What If stuff. I watched a little bit of that. It, if you haven't seen WandaVision, you might be lost about yeah. the two kids. They oh, kind of yeah. brushed through that in the storyline. Right, right. Well, the reason why she's doing this is her motive because she wants those kids that she created, which was confusing. That part was a little bit confusing, but I still enjoyed everything else. 
I'll let you take over there. I'm about right? to say, aside from that, did you like the angle that they took by bringing Professor Xavier into it? I like that. Even he got, oh, he got his ass whooped bad. I mean, like, oh my god, Wanda is. Whew, she tore everybody. everybody up. That was one of the bright spots of the movie. Yeah, man. I mean, I, she I really walked, love that. She outside of the underuse of Chateau for again. Oh man, uh, yeah, I, I didn't even need him in the yeah, movie. Yeah, but it wasn't even that version of him that we thought was going to come back. It wasn't. But which is which is a good thing that make because they can make it a trilogy and then he finally comes back because after this little stance that he took like yeah. wizards got to die or whatever they didn't give me a lot of hope that they're going to use him in the third one if they do off, 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 and, and that was one of the more mind blowing things of that of the credits on top of yeah the, the way that they ended the first they, one they, they gave they gave Chatel Okafor third billing even over the newcomer Hispanic girl he his name was number three on the credits after. Cumberbatch and Elizabeth Olsen, they gave him third billing in the credits. Even over Wong. And and, it, and he was in the movie for less than ten minutes, maybe? Well, maybe that was just star power right yeah, there. Yeah, he got more star power. But, I don't know who Wong, Act Benedict something. You don't know these Benedict guys. Benedict Wong, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's his name, isn't it? Yeah. You got two Benedicts in there. So, man, for me, I just my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just my opinion. I really like the Scarlet Witch, man. She's creepy. She's scary. She she's powerful. I don't know who can. She made you a saw, really good bad guy. Right, you saw what she did to Thanos. She's like she top took three villains for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I let in you the know. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, she's I, top three villains. Somebody was telling me about this Mephisto guy being like the devil in the Marvel Universe. And yeah, like, a lot of people she, thought that was going to be in the Loki. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. So Uh-oh. I guess yeah, I, that's I part of her realm. And on online, I've this, never heard of this. Mephisto, Mephisto he, yeah. the online people he talking about like that a life. demon with fire in his hair. But yeah, that, apparently that's in her realm of storyline, Mephisto or something like that. So, but yeah, I will let you take over, Ryan. Man, what do you think? I yeah, do want to uh, say, come on with it. Come I, on. I want to say one of the bright spots of uh, you guys allowing me to come on Cinemax Avance, which I'm still honored to be here. You guys do great work. It kind of encourages me to catch up on entertainment content before the show. Some stuff that I will put down the line i make sure i catch up on just so i have material to talk about when we do these podcasts and i wholeheartedly expected to see dr strange in the multiverse of madness opening weekend i plan on seeing it saturday or sunday opening weekend the nba playoffs crazy girlfriend job life intervened i saw this movie yesterday for the first time yeah. And there was maybe 15, 20 people in the IMAX screen that I saw it in. And uh, it was it was great. It was great to just walk walk in uh, 10 minutes after the start time, see a couple trailers, sit exactly where I want to see. And uh, there was a few audience members eating the movie up. They applauded when uh, the alumni showed up and we got to see Professor X and all that. They, you could tell a lot of people enjoyed it. I wanted to like this movie a lot more than what I did, though. And this is one of my top three most anticipated movies of the year. I've talked in other podcasts about me being a Raimi fanatic. And I really think Will Smith showed up with that Men in, Men in Black uh, flash machine with you guys. Because you keep talking about, oh, how did they get an R, get, not get an R rating? This is a horror movie. This is, Marvel's never done anything like this. To an extent, yes, this Marvel Cinematic Universe, they went probably as dark as they have been. But to say that this movie is should have been rated R, that is overblown. And I've heard that over the internet. And that was, we saw somebody, the original Jaws is rated PG. And we saw somebody get ate up by a really? shark. 
What that movie mean? is PG. And Indiana Jones. Jaws is PG? Wait a minute. No, no keep it my, can't be now, right now, there. Now, those girls make it in that movie. Jaws is rated. Now, keep in mind. Jaws ate another, somebody I, on a boat. Yes, blood. Ate, ate that, yes, blood gushing out of his mouth. That was one of the last scenes in Jaws. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. A guy got his heart ripped out of his chest. Rated PG. Now, keep in mind. That ushered in the PG-13 rating. Damn, he's right. It's PG. It's ushered in the PG-13 rating. The Dark Knight, we saw the Joker stick a pencil through somebody's eye for the one of the best magic tricks I've ever seen in my life. But there was no blood. So there so. was no blood. But nor, there wasn't any blood in this, really. It was all hinted at. So, I, I heard all... I, I, keep in mind, I saw this movie after opening weekend. I avoided spoilers but I'll, I'll, I but I the headlines like for these reviews were like have, I, feel I, like, I feel like when they killed Piggy Carter they yeah. really pushed it when they cut her in half right right the dude get his head imploded with the bolt on his head he got his head imploded like she just poof broke Xavier's neck I mean these are violent things that Marvel wouldn't ne- not necessarily show it's like they perfected going yeah, to the edge yeah, of yeah, them but not yeah, going all the way yeah. now when they make Deadpool which is going to be a part not of this rated movie, R though yeah they have yeah. to they have to do it that way. There's no way around. You can't make no PG Deadpool. But his language. That'll be a movie yeah. we would never watch. You can't just go backwards in that because it's kind of like how they did the. You, if, they, if they go PG thirteen Deadpool, that would be an absolute disgrace to filmmaking. <laughs> oh, you yeah. can't. This is yeah. Or Blade. It has to be PG. No, that's like giving blade. us like steak for like the first two movies, and all of a sudden you want to go vegan. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You can't exactly. do that. No, you you. This is gonna be a riot in the streets if they did that shit. I can't believe Jaws is PG. That's shocking. I know. I could have swore that girl. The was ratings. Sick. The rating system was a lot different back then. Yeah, because yeah. she was buck ass naked at the beginning. The dude got ate on the boat. He ate him alive on the ate him alive blood. on a boat. Yeah. Blood all over the place. The little kids got ate in that movie. Yeah. And like I said, was Temple it, of Doom. Now is that an example uh, of uh, how insensitive or how sensitive that we are now? Um, no. I, I just think the hype's been overblown online because I was expecting so, something far all the spoiler free reviews that was even the look I was just going on Yahoo.com to see what the world headlines are. So I hear about all this rape and torture happening in Ukraine. All this Russia crap. And they were like, oh, right next to that, did did Marvel escape an R rating with this latest Doctor Strange movie? So I was expecting something way darker walking in than what I actually got. This is not that. It was not that bad. There Now, let me talk about the positives first before I go into that. But all I want to say is anybody skeptical or on the fence of saying, is this too dark for my kids? Absolutely not. It's I not think it, it that is. It is bad. A no. little little kid, C- not a how many CGI? Cis-rater, there was all CGI ghost, like a kid. Not those ghosts, but I think what what Wanda was doing. Some of the stuff she did, not the ghost that Doctor Strange she had, was, which she some was of the stuff the people, way she yes. was killing people, I think little little kids might you might want to slide on them. Maybe kids are old enough to understand. But none of that was more disturbing than seeing uh, Michael B. Jordan stab Forrest Whitaker in the stomach with a spear. That was more disturbing to me. No, and throwing no, Black no. Panther off the side of a cliff. That was more disturbing to me. That wasn't disturbing. Yeah, but, to, yeah, but cut somebody in half. Right. Somebody's head got him With the shield. Yeah. And then you hear like the blood splattered on the ground. Like, like kids have a, a pretty good imagination of what happened. Yeah. And the way uh, Scarlet Witch was just walking through stuff. She was possessing people. That way she was coming for that girl that was in the glass. And There's uh, some cool old, visuals. The old girl, the, his girl, ex-girl was trying to help them get out. And it's like Wanda was coming. I was like, oh, shit, man. She's coming. You got to get the hell out of there. I really felt a sense of urgency. 
emergency. You know, I mean, she was absolutely yeah, yeah. So that can be creepy. That's a creepy. She was she was, a, she was a very good and villain. Her eyes were red when you would see her in the dark, and she had those red eyes, those Scarlet Witch eyes. Like, man, she looked like something off of Evil Dead, like you said. Yeah, she was yeah. covered in blood. Yeah, like, yeah, she really played into that horror. She thing was very well. She was right. great. Yeah. yeah, no complaints with Elizabeth Olsen's Elizabeth performance Olsen at all. Said Dope. And she was all performances. And she was all the actors did great work. She was a complete. She was a complete snack too. She looked fine as hell in that Scarlet Witch. She was fine as hell in that stuff. So she fine as hell in sweatpants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks way better than her sisters. She the best Olsen. I don't know why they had her. Way better than her sisters. Oh man, the other ones look like ghouls. Yeah, they look like (laughs) they look like those dried up witches from WandaVision that got all dried up when they try to attack her. But yeah, but yeah, I think I think this. This was, they took it there, man. For me, I don't, that's just your opinion, but it took like, it there. If this is going to be a horror film, that they, I, I was kind of downplaying. I was like, yeah, right. They're going to make a horror film. Like, it ain't no PG-13 horror film good. But then yeah. I watched I was like, oh, damn, they actually did this pretty damn good. Yeah. This, this is actually The original right. ring was PG-13. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, uh, this is what, do you, what they show, too, though. A lot of times in PG-13, the monster will get somebody and then you just hear them scream and they cut to the next scene. We imagine that the person got ate alive or whatever. But I saw a T-Rex eat somebody off a toilet in the original Jurassic Park. But it's, I, I, wonder, I, I don't, anything, any images we saw in here, they even made a, a, a teen movie about a girl dating a zombie. So, yeah, we see zombie Doctor Strange and I even saw, we. I think in a previous podcast one or two weeks ago we talked about owen wilson getting decapitated in a PG, that that haunted movie from 1999 well, i think though too with kids been watching these marvel universe haven't seen nothing like this though if that's the only and if, if i, I pity, didn't think I, about it i pity I, if, I pity you if i didn't if these are the only movies yeah. you're watching is is marvel movies no no but kids do like they like captain america and black panther and thor and iron man so do, so do grown ass yeah, but if you didn't know any better and you went and saw this and you took your small four or five year old i can thinking this another marvel movie parent, you're gonna be as shocked. a parent yeah. as a parent you yeah. should know what your kitchen handle right so, because yes, i don't think if we all can, they're watching yeah. is marvel movies right if and just, disney animated movies i can see how this can be if, a little bit disturbing just i can understand Thor Ragnarok, but for me thinking this is but, a regular marvel movie but like i sat here and listened to you and Tommy, who we've seen at least two hundred movies way worse than this, and you're talking about how shocking it is. It is oh shocking. my goodness, this is so dark for Marvel to an extent. Okay, yes, this is as violent and possibly in a dark themed as a Marvel has, but to say this is as dark as a PG thirteen or comic book movie is gone. When we saw the Joker stick a pencil through somebody's eye, no, and and, that, that, and poison. Yeah. Poison that, a police commissioner. That's not that scary for as a kid. I'm thinking if I'm seeing this as a kid, that that has a little more. The Black Panther was a little more like not Black Panther, the Dark Knight. That was a little more. I think for events, uh, uh, older kids. As a little kid, I'm not saying that. Uh, you know, I feel like a little kid would see this movie, Doctor Strange, and be like, Ah, dog, this is kind of creepy. But you know, uh, to me, honestly, in uh, the Tim Burton Batman Returns with the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. Seeing Christopher Walken push Michelle Pfeiffer out the window and seeing the Dane DeVito uh, penguin bite somebody's nose and the blood splurting out, that was more disturbing than anything I saw in here. Sure, it was a little bit shocking. It was shocking to see uh, the British uh, Captain America. uh, Cut in half. It it was shocking. But as far as disturbing content, no. It was pretty tame. This was this was a PG thirteen movie. They didn't push the limits of the R rating. 
That is that is overblown hype in my opinion. I actually think they did, man. I, I just my opinion. I feel like they this was a PG thirteen movie. If, if if somebody told me this was rated R, I would be like, damn, this is rated R. I don't know, just my opinion. This, well, it this, felt that way to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, to it me did too. feel that way to me. It's like, damn, they really went all the way to the edge. Maybe lingered a toe over the edge yeah, a little bit. They, no, they didn't. They no. had to probably like really do some convincing to Kevin Feige. Like, man, you sure we want to make this? You know, like Disney probably had to sign off on some shit. Like, let's make sure this is acceptable here. You know, so I'm disappointed. I, 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 and Kevin Feige is the envy of anybody in the Hollywood of everybody in the Hollywood industry. Everybody want, wishes they were Kevin Feige if you want to be a producer or somebody trying to make money in the movie industry. What Marvel, like I said, this is the 28th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is insane. But it's the only. That is, yeah. you can't even compare it to any other franchise. No other, yeah. no, no other studio has done what they've done not with these Marvel movies. The run that they're on, of course, they're all, they're, it's not going to be 100% perfect, but. The I'm past few like, movies, uh, I'm a little skeptical going forward. Seven, they got like half of that, right? With all their 007 movies, MGM. But Mario? there's what like, two, we, three we, year we, gaps, sometimes longer between 007 movies. Yeah, and they, with different. I'm saying they got a lot of them because they, they, they always a lot. They recycle them every like. But what, that started in. Yeah, but they're probably on movie 28 with Daniel Craig's last movie, and that started in the 60s. Marvel's on movie 28. And they started in the late 2000s. 2008. So, yeah, mm. James Bond's been at it 30 more years than Marvel has. And it, it, it there's bigger gaps. Marvel is pretty much putting out three movies a year at this point with characters that most people have never heard of. And I really think, after watching this, I really think the death of the real-life Black Panther is going to take a toll on this front unless they knock it out the park with this Fantastic Four and X-Men casting. They have got to get this right because with no Captain America, no Iron Man, and this being the end of Thor, the original crew is gone. They're going to have to do more to get audiences completely invested with the Doctor Strange's, uh, Spider-Man's. I mean, I don't, I don't need this. I'm not super excited about the new Ant-Man movie. I'm going to watch it, and I enjoyed Man, the first really? two. I'm, I, 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 this, this was the Marvel movie I was most excited about coming up. I could not wait. And let's talk about the multiverse. The uh it was great to see uh Patrick Stewart back as ever. I enjoyed that. But the actual settings themselves for these was a huge letdown. I, the I, multiverse of madness is the title. The multiverse of madness. These multiverses really weren't that mad. We got we got some uh, demolition man future city they were living in. Remember, I'm sure we talked about Demolition Man. That that one city that him yeah, and we have. Uh, these 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 alternate universes weren't that extraordinary for me. Yeah, I, and the and the, and the little as bad as as Scarlet Witch was, I had a hard time buying that motivation. She would go this insane just to make just so she can live out her fantasy world with these two damn brats that she calls kids. Oh my God! I need a bigger motivation than that for her to just go straight psychopath. She, she really thinks yeah, well, they're she just, there. Yeah, yeah she, she knows. Just, she knows it's, it's, it's crap. She just lost vision. She, she knows she's not going to get him back. She right. can't do that. Her again. fine ass is. But been, she had it saw it in a universe that they were really there, though, right? I mean, she really had. There she was created. A, it. She created a false reality for herself. But they were really there, though, weren't they? Yeah, because no. remember at the end of WandaVision, she was sitting there in that little cabin, like Doctor Strange, mm. hovering over her body. Yeah, and then she heard. 
heard like her kid's voice, and she's like, "All right, they're alive somewhere in another universe. Right. I have to go get them." And she, that was like her little be- last bastion of happiness. They took everything from her, and you know what's another thing? When did she lose her accent? She used to always have a she had an accent at first. Now she just straight. now that's why I like Marvel because they acknowledge that in the WandaVision show. Because oh, okay. she was talking to her brother, she's like, "Where's your accent?" And oh, he was okay. like, "Where's yours?" <laughs> <laughs> she's just a straight Russian when we first met her back in what. That second, accent right? comes, yeah, comes yeah. and goes. She got, yeah. she got Americanized. That's yeah, all it is. When they had her in the chamber with her brother and shit. But you I got d- those big old chabukas that she got. Yeah, yeah. you can kind of overlook that. Yeah, I don't I, Yeah, I just, just, it was a good movie for me, man. I really enjoyed it. I want to go see it again in the theaters while I got the chance. So, and yeah. the score, I talked about Danny Elfman's score, and it was well worth Like, the visuals are great. Yeah, so when she did that attack on that temple and, uh, Doctor Strange and Wong were setting those traps for her, and she came up through the water to go through that. I was losing my mind. I was like, "Oh, I'm loving this. I am. This, this is freaking. This is freaking sweet." Yeah, they made her look really powerful, and she really yeah, is. She, she is. absolutely yeah, is. She, she is. absolutely is. Damn, yeah. she should have won that fight easily in a civil war. Right. Yeah. She like like I said, she she tore Thanos a new one. He had to shoot missiles on everybody. This is man, get her up off me, man. Yeah, like she, you know, so, they really showed her power. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. We really seen the Scarlet Witch now. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. So I don't know how she's gonna come back from this, but. Uh, it was great for me. So. Yeah, they do it like another season of WandaVision. I, I, I'll be all here for oh, it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Aside from that, yeah, it, it, it was a pretty good. Show. It was a pretty good movie, man. Out there, I, I, I was impressed was, with what I, they did. I expected to love it. I, I liked it. Didn't love it. I'll give it three out of five, seven out of ten. I liked it. Didn't blow me away. Mid tier Marvel movie, if you ask me. I'm I'm glad you guys seem to enjoy it more than I did. I was. Kind of let down, honestly, and I do. I, I just want to reiterate that one of the this might have had my la my favorite last shot of any Marvel movie out of the entire twenty eight film catalog. When I saw that third eye pop up out of Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and the and the score and crest are playing, I was like oh shit, oh man, that was freaking creepy, and I can't wait to see how they can resolve this and. To my dismay, I had to see one of the biggest stars in Hollywood pop up with one of the most unexciting costumes and makeup looks ever and say, don't worry, it's already figured out. No more mystery. Hop through this CGI universe and look, there's a big movie star hopping in the movie universe. We get to see Furiosa now and (laughs) some character. And after I saw it, she's apparently the niece of the bad guy that Doctor Strange fought in the original Doctor Strange, that big demon where he kept repeating killing himself oh, to beat Dama- him. Oh, Dormammu? I, th- I think you're right, Tommy. I couldn't pronounce his, his name. His I didn't wife. Try. It ended up being his wife, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like another universe, whatever they're actually. Okay, uh, yeah, that's of. his niece. I, for them, just, I, how, for me, that one minute and 30 seconds, I was like, oh, man, it, I'm excited to see how Doctor Strange is going to get past this because he brought that other Doctor Strange. He still has that part of Doctor Strange from the Ultra Dimension. But they said, don't worry, Charlie's Theron's going to fix it all in the next movie. Come <laughs> see this. Hugely disappointing. Yeah, but it's Charlie's Theron, man. She's fine as hell. But you don't I, need I'm, that I'm big happy. star power f- for these movies. You just, you just need good storylines. Marvel has done lines. nothing lately but get the big stars. At this mm-hmm. point, you have to have the big stars. Because no. DC is going to do the same damn thing. 
they 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 started losing in their battle, and all of a sudden they had to go get the fucking rock and make Black Adam. They like, yeah, all right, man, man, they got every damn body on the Marvel somebody, side. Somebody, man, we need the rock. We need Ben Affleck, man. Who else we got? Yeah. Like, they just started throwing all their money into their stars. Like, hey, come save our universe, man. We're losing ground. We need you to help make up some ground because you know you're the biggest star in fucking Hollywood. Tom Cruise is unavailable. We'll jump off planes and shit. <laughs> we'll, we'll slap somebody so we can't get him. <laughs> we'll, yeah, well, they tried it with Deadshot. It's like, all right, man, we're gonna have to kill him off. Man. Like, <laughs> I can't he, get him back. Yeah, he, he is not coming right, back at right. all. He ain't slapping our crew. Kevin Hart's too small. He can't do nothing. We can't put him nowhere. I don't know he can be. He can be a Black Ant Man in the multiverse. Literally, that would that'd be funny. Yeah, yeah, he'd be I, like a roach or something. I, I just, I just thought it was dope because of the horror, that horror feeling I got. I'm like, man, this. I was thinking to myself, like, am I losing my mind or is this shit kind of scary? You know what I mean? Like, this got some scary elements to it. No, there was some scary moments yeah. in there, even where I kind of jumped back, like, ooh, shit. Yeah. Like, damn, so, Wanda? Like, chill out, man. Well, and they were running from Wanda. I was like, God, oh, this feels like something I've seen, like a Carrie or Evil Dead or The Ring or The Grudge or something. Yeah, I had that, really that creepy ass walk and then walking down the yeah. hall. I was when like, she, damn, they really went for it. She all came right. through that metal dong, that gold dong when she was in there, and they, they was like, cover up all the reflections. I was like, man, fucking Wanda's a beast. She coming through the reflections now? Like, man. She, yeah, man. She's, she's dope, man. I, and I, I, I got to say, my hair stood up on my arm. Like I said, I was. I walked out of there and I told Lacey what to fucking sleep as always. So she don't know what was good or not, but I told her, like, this was great. <laughs> this was great. So. Yeah. Oh, poor Lacey, man. She, she ain't never going to make it through no Marvel movies with us. <laughs> never. I tried to keep her up. But Don't take her to the drive-in. No. She won't fall asleep for, for the credits roll in the beginning. And then going to tell me it was a good movie. Like, what the fuck did you see? You like, saw the end, the credits come up. That's what she saw. So. Lacey didn't stay awake for Hell no. They went to sleep like 10 minutes in. My yeah. wife do the same damn thing. I think she nodded off for, like, for a little bit, and then I caught her and she woke up. She's <laughs> like, were yeah. you sleeping? It's like, no, I was awake. Like, what just happened? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I noticed she sleep because she stopped moving around now look at her head is tilted over to the left like ah oh, well i'm watching it on my own i guess i'm telling you it's something about being in recliner chairs man like yeah. they, they need to put it in there with the ac on yeah or something like that just pumping through the damn place so everybody just stays awake I, or you got to have like a oh, cocaine or right something. <laughs> i tell you one thing if they would have never showed professor x in some of the trailers people would have they would people screamed in our theater but they really would, they would have lost their mind if they didn't know for sure Professor X was in this. You know what I mean? No, like, in my theater, yeah. they started losing their mind when they saw uh, John Kwasinski pop up. Oh, yeah, they, 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 did, they did on that, too. So yeah, I was yeah. excited because I was right. Yeah. I was like, all right, thank you. They listened to me. They yeah. actually did this guy right and put him in a fucking Marvel movie because he looks just like the guy. And it was kind of like, when I saw Professor Xavier, I saw him, I was like, for me, it was a little bit underwhelming. I was like, man, they, unless you're going to bring in all the X-Men, don't do that to me. Yeah. Like, and there's no guarantee based on this as being a multiverse that we're going to see anybody him, else. And it, it play these characters again. Yeah, that, that's, they, that's a one-time only affair. So Yeah, because they killed them. They did. Yeah. Pretty, they did. pretty fucking quickly. So but I, I like the aspect of Wanda being trapped inside the Scarlet the Scarlet Witch, you know what I mean? I like that, and he tried to yeah. rescue her. So they could probably play off of that and say, well, that really wasn't Wanda. That was Scarlet Witch doing all this. Yeah. And we can bring Wanda back and keep Wanda, you know what I mean? And maybe she can fight her off. Because don't Wanda got the same powers, right? I mean, she's just not as strong as yeah. Scarlet Witch, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Overall, I think y'all should go. Out, y'all should go out and watch this movie. Yeah, it was it, was, it was very good. Night. It's worth seeing in theater. Yeah, and yeah, I'm sure most average moviegoers probably didn't have the same level of hype that I did. But when I, somebody who really liked the original Doctor Strange, who's a Sam Raimi fanatic, and it's called the Multiverse of Madness, it was a slight letdown because the multiverse was not all that mad in this movie. 
And yeah, it was pretty crazy. I don't know if it was madness. It was pretty crazy. The part where they were falling through different universes, I thought that was they were like paint at one time, and oh, I thought yeah. that they would have okay. elaborated more on that. I could see that, but I, I just forgot all about the universe shit. I was just focused on this shit. It was good, like the, the horror aspect of it. I just forgot about the multi universe. I forgot that's what even the name of the movie was, you know. So um, I see what you're saying, though. They could have elaborated a little bit more on the, those different universes, though. Yeah, they didn't. It didn't give me a lot to look forward to with the Marvel Cinematic Universe because, and each viewer goes in differently, but I definitely expect this to be a lead in to the X Men and, and Fantastic yeah. Four. This that, that was not the case, and that's not the main complaint I have with the movie. I do think that uh, Scarlet Witch's motivation for going as bad as she is was a little overblown. I, it just I. What happened during the WandaVision TV series to make her go full out universe destroying psychopath? I didn't. I didn't really think they earned that in the WandaVision TV series, and I thought she was one of the better characters in the Avengers. So to see, I just didn't think her going full bad guy felt earned based on that TV show. And this, and the average moviegoer who never seen WandaVision, if they've only seen the the Marvel movie, the theatrical movies, they're going to be wondering why the hell did she turn so crazy and I don't think they really gave it enough to really want to go back and watch the WandaVision show based on what they saw here I I went back and watched it I think they were banking on a lot of people actually watch it because that movie did if I remember correctly it got a lot of different it got a lot of views I think it was like one of the top like 10 viewed uh, shows of that year because I remember they came out with the rating it was like a bunch of shows on Netflix Mm -hmm. that I I I never even fucking watched but I remember WandaVision was in the top ten along with um, oh, damn, what was that one show that uh, that we were talking about on Netflix, Squid Game? Oh yeah, it was yeah. like it, yeah, it, that was on the list. Because oh, the fact that WandaVision cracked the top ten show, like yeah, hey, you got a lot of Disney subscribers on there watching this damn show, so obviously it cracked something. But another knock I had against uh, this, just because I was thinking about, because like, you remember you said you saw the Eternals and it wasn't that bad. Yeah, is am I the only one that that's kind of fucked up thinking that? I missed the days where they actually connected all the movies to one another. I feel yeah. like nobody even mentioned the Eternals, considering that it was like a big fucking robot that was coming out of the goddamn planet, yeah. and nobody <laughs> even talked about it. Yeah, like that, you can't just overlook that shit. That's that was, the that was, one movie I have not seen from the cinematic. I still have not seen Eternals yet. Yeah, you would think about the ending where they was basically like that planet. Our planet was basically used this to kind of birth. Another celestial, uh, a celestial that's yeah. going to destroy the whole planet. Like nobody's going to mention that this thing was like just frozen, sitting out in the fucking in ocean. ocean somewhere. Yeah, like nobody, nobody really, nobody's going to talk about that. Really, yeah. we're going to leave that out there like that. Nobody, like Spider Man. You don't think that's weird? Doctor Strange, yeah. you ain't watching the planet. Come on now, somebody. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was very weird that nobody mentioned the Eternals. Like they're trying to treat it like the stepchild that never happened. Like you, the accident. Like, you're like we go, we go. Like you gonna treat you like the stepchild. Just go to your fucking yeah, room. Yeah, in, in that the is basement. weird. That is weird. I yeah. do want to say one thing. It popped in my head. Spider Man Two with Tobey Maguire. Um, there's a scene where uh, they are attempting to cut off the uh, the four tentacles on Doctor Octavius, and the arms come alive and destroy the surgeons in that room. That little three-minute scene is more horrifying than anything I saw in Doctor Strange. Really? Seeing those big-ass tentacles come alive. Well, you're kind of a pussy. No. Tentacles got you? I'm not going to say I was scared, but more thrilling in, as far as ho- a holy shit. This is fucking This is awesome. And just as far as just intimidating 
theatrical experience. Seeing those tentacles tear those surgeons apart was more horror movie-esque. Seeing the surgeon getting dragged and her nails cutting the floor, that was more Raimi-esque than anything I saw with the CGI skeletons hopping around in this Doctor Strange movie. Sorry. I, 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 <laughs> this, it, it was, this darkness of this movie was so overhyped. I, I really wish I wouldn't have read anything into it going in because I was so let down by that part. I wish I'd have my expectations like, okay, this this is going to be the darkest Marvel movie yet. This I is going to be quite a horror movie. Quite opposite. I, I guess because I didn't go in with any kind of expectations. I was taken aback. Like, man, this is good. This is good. Hell yeah. Like I tell you, I was excited, man. This was this is what I've been looking for. This is a perfect mix of both worlds for me. You know, I thought this was a nice little mix here. Did it, it did the job for me. I thought it was. I liked it. I thought I it was right on the line of of a rated R. I thought they, they oh, took it. I th- no. I felt like they did, man. I really did. This was yeah, because when Ronda and went, it's not, when Ronda went rampage yeah. during that damn scene. It was kind of like, all right, they they kind of cut her loose a little bit because she's doing a lot. Rage. She is tearing through yeah, all these yeah, powerful yeah. ass superheroes like it's fucking nothing. Right. Well, she had all that blood on her that remind me of Carrie. This the way she just went rampage. Or how Carrie did in the movie, she just went rampage. Did now you guys it was a ever lot see more that gruesome. King Kong movie from the mid two thousands. Remember after the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Peter Jackson made a King Kong movie. Yeah, he was, was fighting a T Rex. It had Adrian yeah, Broder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. fighting the T Rexes. Oh, the one with Jack Black. Yeah, yeah Jack yeah. Black. Yes. I like, I, 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 like that I love that movie. I really think if they would have cut that first hour down, that'd be one of the best blockbusters. It was of all long time. as shit. Yeah. yeah, that first hour was unneeded. There's a scene in towards the end before they throw the smoke bombs and they put the uh, knocked out King Kong on the boat. He grabs some one of the people shooting at him and bites his head off and throws him inside of a cave. That that's in that movie. So I, I'm hard pressed to find anything darker than that. And it's Doctor Strange too. They could do this that. isn't the darkest comic book movie. I haven't seen another one this dark. I and not that's well, not rated dark. R, like Spawn or something like that. But it felt like it was dark, R. and it felt like it got really dark and violent really yeah, fast. And it, it, it dealt with the supernatural. Yeah, and if she was possessing people. That's that's something you know. I, for me, that's taking it there because that's something in the horror streets that I'm I actually am scared of, like the Exorcist stuff like that. I'm not saying this is anything like that, but when you're playing with possessing other souls and shit like that's that's taking it there as far as a marvel movie is concerned to me with the current cinematic universe yes this was probably the themes involved in here with witchcraft and possession yeah witchcraft that's as dark as it's it's been yeah and and i liked the majority of it even dr strange was doing stuff where he was Deep in, digging deep into the dark hole, where, like you said, he had to go and he had to raise yeah, a dead, yeah, body, raise a dead body and shit, like yeah. just to compete with Wanda in this. Like I don't even know if this is like I said, this is more of Wanda's movie than his, you know. So this was Doctor Wanda, uh, hey. Doctor Scholar Witch, or some shit. Yeah. Like so, so this is, he had. We've yeah, seen he just took as a bad Michael Jackson thriller forty years ago. We've seen zombies before. That ain't scary to me. That wouldn't be scary to me as a kid. I'm, not, I'm saying other kids might yeah, be. Yeah, zombies got yeah, normalized. Yeah, more more. I mean, yeah, I think they made so many video games with that shit now. But the fact that, like I said, if you would have took a little kid into this movie not knowing, you just thinking a normal mo- uh, summer Marvel movie, you'd have been few, like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, a few of those things yeah. will make him jump a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It made yeah. me jump when Wanda <laughs> jumped out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm like, oh, shit. Running through that fucking tunnel at the underneath the... The damn place. I was yeah. like, all right, man. All right, you got me on that one. I wasn't, I wasn't spending that shit. <laughs> right. I was, See, those don't get, the jump scares don't get me anymore. I, that's because you watch too many. Yeah, it might yeah. be. And, 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 the and, jump scares, and I saw this in IMAX with blasting sound, and the score was by far the best part of this movie. But you probably knew that was coming because we're used to watching horror movies. 
Yeah. I just feel like this is just. I wanted me. to like. I I wish I had. Me. Believe me, I'm jealous. I wanted to like it as much as you guys did, and don't I, don't think of me as just a negative peabody here. I am jealous as a moviegoer and a Sam Raimi fanatic. I wanted to like this movie as much as you did. I just I I don't understand how you guys think it's it's it wasn't hell no. You guys are <laughs> just as desensitized as me. Damn I, I, that I, I, you I had the nerve was... and Tommy no. No, Tommy. <laughs> I thought it was great. You, you had the nerve to you. You said Spider Man Two is a top five comic book movie. It is, and you had the nerve to call me a pussy for saying that that scene with the tentacles is darker than anything that I saw in in, in Doctor Strange Two. I stand by that. Listeners, go back and watch Spider Man Two and tell and watch that tentacle that scene. That might have had one scene, but this had more than one scene. I tell you that part where she came out of the dawn when she like contorted her body like something you would see on an exorcist or an evil yeah, it, dead. It can be yeah. a little sense yeah. of like hereditary. Yeah, just a yeah. Little it looked bit. like a witch. Yes. Right, right. But she was yeah, doing, she was calling sh- through the reflections. I enjoyed that. That was one of the better that reflections of the movie. But how she was pursuing what she was pursuing. I loved it. I scared, loved their defense. That's scary. She, that's scary. Yeah. They put her in that room full of spikes and she couldn't move. Yeah. That was one of the best visuals I've seen the in the fact that she I was, loved it. But they were like, Dr. Strange was like, man, I can't do nothing with her. We got to get the hell out of here. Like, But nothing of this had any consequence. At all, we will probably still see Scarlet Witch in a future movie. I mean, we we're we still going to see the yeah, Fantastic Four. To, yeah. We're still going to see X Men. Nothing in this movie mattered going forward at all. Yeah, this but, was an appetizer to what's to come, and that's getting a little bit tiresome, in my opinion. Well, there's, I, I there's re- been like a few comic book movies where there's like PG thirteen, but they actually went kind of dark for a scene. Even though it was a trash movie in the Fantastic Four, the last remake with Michael B. Jordan. When um when Doctor Doom came out of that uh that I heard room, that he, I so never he saw started, that one. he started killing everybody. That was a pretty dark scene. That was actually a pretty good scene that they put in there. And another one in uh X Men Apocalypse, even though it's not part of Marvel. No, I didn't. Like uh, that. When I, when they had uh, Hugh Jackman uh, reprise his role as a Wolverine as um what was it uh Weapon X or whatever when he had like that little headset uh, piece mm. on or whatever and a little gear in him when he went like rampage and threw out that whole uh tunnel sorry when you when you go like PG thirteen you can't really show people dying. You gotta go like blood splatter on the wall. That was like this as dark as they could possibly get in the X Men movie. And I thought they did a pretty good job up until them actually let him go rated R before they did Logan. Yeah. So they can. He show- went in rampage mode in X Men Two. Remember when they were breaking into the mansion? Yeah, well, start they- cutting people to fuck up. That was they did, but when they did it in uh, X Men Apocalypse, they actually show like actual blood. You know how they yeah. kill somebody like true, like true. you like in the pencil like in uh, Dark Knight. You see the pencil going to eye, but there's no blood. That's how they kind of do it. They show you like he died, right? But there's no blood. Kind of like he killed Michael Jai White. But for- they killed him, but there was no blood. You can actually see him like bleed out or anything. That's right. better filmmaking to me because. For- if if you don't have to show blood and still make it's, it more yeah, for me, your, your imagination yeah, fills in yeah, the blood. Yeah, for yes. me it wasn't so much the blood as the supernatural stuff that were they were doing in this too. The mixture of the gruesome kills and the supernatural Scarlet Witch. Yeah, felt, yeah. That they didn't like, actually show you Agent Carter get cut in half. Yeah, but, but you we, know what happened. We know what happened. But the fact that they took it there, though, like man, like damn, she got cut in half. Like we didn't have to see that to know that was pretty fucked yeah, up. The dude like, had that, a, he blew yeah. out his own brain. He blew her head. Like she snapped uh, Xavier's neck. 
Like when she was coming out of that red mist, that was cool. Fog, I was that like, was cool. that was dope. I was like, man, she's not fucking around. She had the long black fingers. The, the fingers were all black and shit. You know what I mean? Like, man, they still I left guess, it open for her to be redeemed. Oh yeah, she and probably this be matter in the future. I don't. We don't know. But, but the yeah, ending yeah, of this movie, they yeah. left it all open where this because stuff will this not multi universe shit can be forever and ever. Yeah, it's just it the way that they show death. And like, I wish even they when like it. Gamora and like a Black Widow died from yeah. that fall, it is it's, it, ain't, it ain't like how we know it's supposed to look when somebody really falls that damn far. <laughs> they was like a fucking pancake yeah, when yeah. it's all said and done. Man, right. they were just like a little bit of blood on the ground. That's it. Yeah, like they was trying to ease the pain of like kids actually seeing what they were yeah. seeing. Like yeah, I'm just saying like they they took it there close enough for me to like really kind of spook me out a little bit. But overall, I think the movie was worth watching. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think no, everybody I, who's I been listening was. to this, like, Doctor Strange was definitely worth the watch. And a WandaVision, like, being incorporated into this, oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, 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 it was really well done. So, bravo to you, Marvel. Uh, a 7 is a decent score. It didn't knock it out the park in your mind, but it was still a pretty good movie yeah. that was worth watching. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I think we should just leave it there because, obviously, we can ramble on and on and oh, on. Yeah. And yeah, I don't want to discourage anybody from saying No, no, I feel like it was... I just do, I think the dark elements have been overblown not only from you guys, but just the internet in general. And lit, hearing your guys' response to this, it got me a little bit overhyped. Okay. At, so to That's what fair. I actually That's saw. Fair. Yeah. I, and I, I just saw. So maybe if I have a longer time to digest it than you guys have, maybe it'll improve. But on first viewing, less than twenty four hours ago, it gets a seven out of ten for me. It was good, not great. Okay. Liked it, didn't love it. Okay. That's fair. All right, let's let's go to our let's go to our hidden gems, man, because we we spent a lot of time on Doctor Strange, yeah. so, so a lot yeah, of y'all. Yeah. That's a pretty big deal. That's the uh, biggest that thing. Was, in yeah, movie. Yeah, was, I know it, it, it'll probably be one of the biggest movies of this year, probably like top ten, like might easily be, guaranteed top five. Oh, it yeah, might be yeah, the oh, yeah. movie of the year. Oh, yeah. So far, it's my movie of the year. All right, so. well let's get to our hidden gems, man. Who want to take this first, man? Who got something? I'm gonna go, Ryan. Uh, sure, yeah, pull out your sure. piece of paper, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm on I'm on deck if you can't. I got you covered. And I'm going to, I think, Tommy, you're going to like this one, and I'm going to use Doctor Strange as my influence. Okay. This quite possibly is my favorite movie of 2005. And, oh, yeah, yeah, geeks, this is the same year as Revenge of the Sith came out with our boy from Doctor Strange to Tell Okafor. Uh, it's called uh, a little sci fi movie by the name of Serenity. Now, oh, all right. I love this movie. Uh, Unconditionally. Yeah, a movie that was birthed off the sh- the TV show Firefly. Firefly by Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel Fame, Josh Whedon. And yeah, we don't like to speak his name that much. Uh, now, especially after those allegations that they did. I was out with so disappointed to hear that he did not protect his cast as much as he did. But And I'm actually ashamed as much of a fan I was leading up to this movie that I didn't pay to see this in the theater. But once I saw it during the rental... This was absolutely a DVD purchase, and I have no problem adding this part of my catalog. Serenity is a 2005 sci-fi movie based on the TV show Firefly, which unfortunately only lasted one season. Sorry if you got to hear Roger and Zap in the background. I forgot to put my time, my uh, phone on quiet mode here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, this is a movie uh, about a uh, ship, which is called Serenity. They have a a very gifted young person who's pretty much uh, best way I can describe is a telepath and the corrupt government of the future, which they call the Alliance in this universe, sends an assassin to try to 
use her powers for their own own greater good. And the assassin in this is played by Chattel Okafor, which you might know from the recent Doctor Strange. He has the dreads. And the lead actor of uh, uh, 12, 12 Years, Years a Slave. Slave. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if, uh, if you look up the word, sorry, black folks, if you look up the word nigger in the dictionary, his character that he played on that Mark Wahlberg, Andre 3000 movie, there were four brothers in Detroit. He played the drug dealer on that. This man is is an English actor with a British accent. He played the Detroit drug dealer in that Four Brothers movie with Tyrese, Andre 3000, Mark Wahlberg. He knocked that out the park. This is his best role. If you look up badass in the dictionary, his character in this is Assassin is one of the most hardcore characters you'll see. This is not somebody you want chasing you. And over the weekend, I plan on catching up on two movies. One... There's a movie called The Northman, which comes on streaming. There's another movie called Uncharted, which has Tom Holland, the current Spider-Man, coming out. I want to catch up on both. As someone who's played the first two Uncharted movies on PlayStation, the lead actor of this Serenity movie should have been cast as that character. If you want to talk about spot-on casting, Nathan Fillion, who plays the lead actor in this in this show, should have been cast as, as Drake in this Uncharted movie. This Tom Holland seems like it's of the moment casting. This is one of this is one of the more popular people out there because he's Spider Man. So we're gonna put him in this movie. If they had made this movie ten years ago like they should have, it probably would have spawned a, a, a great franchise and hopefully would have catapulted Nathan Fillion to A list star. But sci fi, this is a classic. Uh, this is I'm even going go and say this is better than any of the Star Wars prequels. And as a sci fi action movie fan. Serenity is better than any of the Star Wars sequels, and it not only is didn't it was underappreciated, but it is it holds up today. Yes, I, it does. I, it it holds up great. I I really think if anybody's looking for something that uh, just they want to laugh and be entertained and has a fast pace, you'll really enjoy this. And one of the strong points of Josh Whedon as a filmmaker, not only. Is he great with fight choreography? This has some great fight choreography in this. But he has one of the strengths that Quentin Tarantino has as a filmmaker, which is he cast impeccably. Whether it's A-list star, C-list level star, he finds the right actor for the part, and he puts his cast together great, and he can pretty much get any actor that he wants to come part of the movie, which I think is an underrated skill as a, as a director in general. It, it is. You really have to be able to get actors to be a part of your movie. Well, sometimes you get lucky, but yeah, for the you most do, part, yeah. You do. Sometimes your reputation alone will get you that. But sometimes it, it really takes you actually convincing the actor to saying you're perfect for this part and getting the best performance out of this. This is one of the most entertaining movies of the decade of the 2000s to 2010 I can't rep- recommend Serenity enough. If you haven't seen it, this is a true hidden gem. No matter what genre of film that you prefer, I think any casual moviegoer will be happy they spent this two hours watching this. Serenity, 2005. And uh, by the way, the actress by the name of Gina Torres, every, anytime you want to get married, I'm all for it. The <laughs> black actress in this Gina Torres, her lips put Angelina Jolie's to shame. I drooled over you in Firefly. I drooled over you in Serenity. You deserve better work, Gina Torres. Give Serenity a chance. It's great.
All right, man, you just being a horn dog. Right? Right, <laughs> talking about lips. Jesus Christ. All right. Sorry. Sorry. All right, man, chill out, man. Wipe your face. I'm just <laughs> drooling all over the fucking place. Man, you got me drinking during this podcast. Yeah. All, right. Your flush. all right, all right, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, man, let me, let me go next. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, hidden gem this week is going to be from a man who uh, unfortunately passed away not too long ago, uh, Mr. Robin Williams, and uh, this 96 flick, was one of my favorites when it came out. And I watched this time and time again with my cousin uh, on the weekends. And this is the movie Jack. Y'all remember this one? Oh, yeah. Where Robin Williams played uh, played a kid who basically aged rapidly. Mm, mm-hmm. and is that one Mrs. McDowell or what's the actress's name who was big in the 90s? From the winning time, the girl, the lady? Not from the winning time. Uh, oh, you mean who played his mom? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, that's, that's my Hollywood crush. Uh, that's Diane Lane. That Diane, there we go. Yes, Diane Lane. Diane Lane. I, yes, I even my wife know if there was ever a chance for me to go go get Diane Lane and just be her, be her husband. <laughs> yes. Wife. Have you ever seen Unfaithful, Tom? Unfaithful. You asking me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you're Diane. Lane. Of course, you've seen Unfaithful. Yeah, watch with my pants <laughs> off. <laughs> 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 oh Lord, Richard Gere fan. I'm, I'm guessing. All right, right. he was in the movie. I didn't notice. <laughs> I did not notice. <laughs> I didn't notice anybody else in that damn movie. I saw my baby, and I was like, Oh look, Lord, she fine as hell. All right, I digress. So Sorry. yes, uh, the movie uh, Jack with uh, with uh, Robin Williams came out in '96, and I also had uh, Bill Cosby in that movie for yeah. a small part as his uh, his uh, at home teacher. And basically, he had this disease where, as a baby, they said like, "Hey, like he looks like a baby now, but he's gonna age like like three times faster than anybody else." It's like it's some kind of weird like aging disease. So yeah, it's kind of like the whole Benjamin Button thing, but it's just for him like he's gonna age really rapidly. So and also had uh, Jennifer Lopez in there as as a teacher. I remember her in that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So. So overall, I thought that this movie was, it was very funny, it was very heartfelt, it was entertaining, and I think it was like Robin Williams at his peak of being extra funny. So basically, just Robin Williams get to play as a kid the entire movie and doing all the stuff that you thought kids would do, like kind of how they did like Shazam, like basically a kid Mm -hmm. playing like a superhero. This is like uh, Robin Williams playing a kid, like uh, portraying an adult, going into a store, buying beer and cigarettes and all this kind of stuff that you wish you could do as a kid. He got to do that. And then some had like him trying to be friends and even having this heart disease that he had because he's aging so rapidly that his his body isn't keeping up with the mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was just it, it was very heartbreaking at the same time, but it was very funny. I thought it was a perfect movie for Robin Williams and it made me miss him even more and just watch it recently. So my head and gym for all you guys, I think it was on Amazon Prime right now. So y'all should go ahead and look that up and look up the movie Jack with Robin Williams. I think you guys have a good time watching that. So uh, yeah, go ahead and check that one out. Surprised me. I remember seeing that on cable as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember that too. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I got one for you guys. Um, this one's from 1989. So 89. Going, yeah, going back a little bit. But you guys going to know as soon as I say it. And I think it's uh, still a hidden gem. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, all right. let, let, me, let, me, let me tell you a quick story about this. All right. All right. First off, me and my wife, we were going through the streaming services that we have. Uh-huh. I feel like we have like half a dozen at this point. And we were trying to watch something as a family. And then all of a sudden, like uh, we, we went scrolling through. And then mm-hmm. like, me, me and my wife came across the movie Weekend at Bernie's. And we both lit up. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. then my kids were both looking at each other like, what, what the hell is this? <laughs> why, 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 are they, why are they holding this guy? Yeah. And if you... <laughs> as, a, as an adult, you are, if you ever want to feel like a fucking idiot oh trying to explain God. to your kids exactly what's happening to him and why he's 
why he comes alive when there's music on. You would feel no. like a, such a fucking idiot right. trying to explain to your kids right. with a straight face. Right. That like playing music like makes him dance and comes yeah. alive. It's like it's, that was the second one, right? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, that was the, the second, second one. one. Yeah, because he was trying to explain that. Right. And then the saying in the first one's like, why is he? Why are they dragging him around everywhere? Yeah. Doesn't he smell or something like that? It, it, like, not, not that quick, but yeah. Yeah. Man, weekend and Bernie's is I I. Every time that came on, I watched that as a kid. Like it was just a good time. I mean, it was such a bad movie. Right, it was good. right. Two employees uh, discovered that their boss is Bernie is dead after arriving at his house. But first, they kind of stumbled on some like insurance stuff that he was stealing some money on the side. And so he, they told him, thinking that they were going to get a promotion. He's like, "Yeah, man, come to the crib." Come hang out. They're like, bet. You know, we're going to come to the Hamptons. He's a rich guy, live off the ocean right. and stuff. Uh, but meanwhile, Bernie's trying to have them killed for stumbling upon this little loophole that he was on. You know, I mean, that's how he was taking money off the side. And so, um, but come to find out, even after that, that Bernie was messing with the mob and the mob dealer's girlfriend. And so the mob, the mom bought the mob boss wanted Bernie dead for messing with his girlfriend. He's like, man, Bernie's getting loose. He's sloppy. I want him dead. Don't worry about the two. You know, jerk offs, the other two guys. I don't care about them. I want you to kill Bernie. So they get to the house. They go to see Bernie the next day. And they're excited because they're thinking they're getting this big promotion. And the, the, when the hitman already killed Bernie. So they sitting there talking to Bernie. They don't realize Bernie's dead the whole time. Right. And everybody's still talking to him. And Because he stuck him with a needle in his ass. And he, went to, he died right there in the chair. And it's just a good time. Everybody's still coming over, hanging out with Bernie. He's just got the glasses on, sitting there. And they're like, man, don't, you, don't they know Bernie's dead? And they don't know how to say it because they look like they killed him. Oh, man, this is just a fun movie. This is a good time. 1989 um it's just the way they the way they was trying to tell people was just hilarious bernie kept popping up everywhere they finally thought they get rid of him somebody knock him off of a a ambulance bed he rolled out there in the sand they started screaming and shit and they actually made a weekend at bernie's too where he got voodoo on him they put voodoo on him somehow and every time they played music he would get up and start dancing this dude been dead for three years (laughs) oh my god so weekend at bernie's the first one especially that was Late 80s, 1989. That's a good time. It's on Amazon. It's just funny, man. It's a fun movie. It, it, it's dumb as hell, but it's, it's it's a good time. And I always enjoy Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie 2 wasn't exactly the same. It had the same guys, but didn't have the same uh, you know, feel. Uh, same hit to it like the first one did. The first one was always a classic. So get out when a chance. Weekend at, I know most people have, but if you haven't heard of it or seen Weekend at Bernie's 2, give it a try. It's just... It's, Prepare for a fun time. It's a good time. So I would I would place a bet that most people our age have seen Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, but some younger, yeah, yeah, Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, yeah. I I would say most people of our age probably never seen the original. Right, original is worth watching. It is. It's a good time. And I'll even give it credit because there's a movie that came out around the same time called Mannequin. Or some mannequin. Oh Lord, you bringing up that bullshit? <laughs> no, the first one. I, I stand by. The best, I, I, about, I, I, the best thing about that movie was Kim Cattrall fine ass. Yes, she was. Outside oh, of that, I love her. It, that movie was absolutely I, terrible. I understand, and I'm not even going to sit here and waste my breath defending the people that much. made that movie. Hate that movie. I, <laughs> the first one, they made a profit, and I, it was good enough to watch. But if there's an advantage, Weekend at Bernie's has the sequel, Weekend at Bernie's two. Is blowing Mannequin 2 out the water. Mannequin 2 was absolutely one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah, it was. I will vouch for Mannequin. I, I, I barely was... remember it, but I know it exists. <laughs> it, it exists. 
And don't ever waste 80 minutes of your life watching that yeah. BS. And what was that black dude? In, what do they call him? Hollywood or some shit like that? <laughs> I What's that actor's name? I he, can't remember he, his he, name, but he was like he, he was like the black dude <laughs> that was like super gay. Yeah, he did not give black people a good look in the 80s. No, he was super fucking gay. No, nah, he, he was like worse than the dude off Low Down Dirty Shane. Like, wait, man. <laughs> it's like, come on. He he was just like over the top man, just way too much. Had his little oh had his little Jerry yeah. Curl Gumby haircut going on. It was like it was like you too much, man. What's going on? Uh, with yeah, any any white folks out there who want to knock white privilege, man? The eighties, oh, y'all had over representation, right? To the matter of fact, the entire the ninety five percent of the movie industry, you guys have been represented. Were you guys are always are always going to be the chosen ones? Always had the heroes. You guys got way more represented, far more than any other race <laughs> there was in a, the United States. There was a scene in Weekend and Bernie's, the first one with the, the hitman, because he kept coming back to kill Bernie because he kept seeing him walking around with them. Yes. He was standing at the beach house, and Bernie fell on him. He was like, hey! So real bad. Get off me, Bernie! Hey! He was fighting with him. He, was, he got that dead weight on him. He, was, he put his arms around him. It was, like, it was funny as hell, man. I, I love those movies. Oh, yes. man, those are good times, man. Well, yeah, so. but once again, trying to explain that to a kid, oh, or what yeah. it's about, <laughs> makes you feel so small. Oh, man. <laughs> Like no, he dead, but he really alive. Like, right. like, like they dragging him around all weekend, so that's why it's weekend at Birdie. It's like why are they dragging him around? But he still got the same smirk on his, you know, the same smirk on his face. He still yeah. looks. He looks like he's smiling at them. The they whole put time. glasses on him and shit. It's like come on, tie man. their shoes. They tie their shoestrings to him so they can walk with him. That was stupid as hell. Exactly. Oh, that was goofy as hell. You talking about it now make it sound dumber. Right. That's the eighties for you. Oh, it worked God. though. It was funny, man. So only uh, an eighties movie you can get away with that. Though. Oh yeah. Oh, oh it was eighties. They remind me of uh, Short Circuit. That was another one I would watch. <laughs> that was just dumb as hell. But I watched it for some reason. Oh man, good times in the eighties. Late eighties. Story 80s, lines 90s. that they got off in the eighties. We really gotta talk about that. The yeah. Storylines they got off in the eighties. Like like just one of the guys. Remember that movie where the girl played a guy the damn I damn still got a I got a crush on her. And, oh, they, oh. and they Jesus Christ. They had man. the bad guy from uh Karate Kid in that is the is the asshole. He was the bad guy damn near go to eighties bad guy. Yeah. He refused to not work. He was like, uh-huh. Hey, you need somebody else, I'm there for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I love that movie. Yeah. Oh, they had oh, a fight yeah. on the beach at the end. One, just one of the guys, yeah, putting the sock in the pants. Yeah, that was that was a great movie. Oh, Fuck man. yeah, highly recommend it. Right, just man. one of the guys, well, sock can, in the that, pants, Siegfried and Roy. Right, that, that can be your hit. <laughs> I ain't seen that movie in like at least ten years. I seen it at all. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it, it was it was actually decent, but it was like classic eighties to a T. Like they they could never get this shit off right now, man. People are not that dumb anymore. Like, yeah, man, we, 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 can, we, we can pull this off, man. You can be one of the guys on a movie. Like, hey, let's make a movie about a dude that turns into a werewolf, man. He on a basketball team, team man. Wolf was good, man. That was good. Outside Eddie Murphy, they did not do black folks right in that decade in filmmaking. Oh, man. That was a very impressive era of filmmaking. Yeah, but if you think about it, it's like, come on, man. This shit will never fly. <laughs> don't make no damn sense. It's like, whatever. Yeah, so mannequin, all that bullshit. We can have this. We got some bullshit. We got some bullshit off back in the day it makes no damn sense that this this amount of movies got actually got to fly it, mm-hmm. I, i'm actually letting a lot of shit go nowadays when i think about dumb movies that come out now it's like oh, man wait yeah. a minute they made a movie about a mannequin like, <laughs> like come on like like we really gonna get pissed off at some of this shit man like just 
Let it go. Let yeah, it go. Yeah. Let it go. All right. Even yeah. the song Weekend of Bernie's, something like it hot. Oh, no, I just always sing that song. Like, man, this is Weekend Bernie's for sure. So, Oh, Lord. Man, man, good I, times, man. I wonder what Bernie up to now. Man. I wonder if people want to take a picture of him. Bernie, like, like 80-something years old in real life. Yeah, oh, so. I thought for sure he'd be dead by now. No, he's like, still like, alive. He's still alive. Yeah. Uh, like, for real, for real? Yeah. Damn. Damn. All right. Yeah. He's Damn. in his 80s. I looked him up last night because I watched Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, so. Good God, all right, yeah. all right, man. All right, man. Let's finish this out, man. Like uh, once again, I want to thank everybody for participating in our uh, Instagram uh, like post for the Family Feud segment. Y'all, y'all did not let me down once again. Y'all got a lot of silly answers out there, man, and I'm still shocked at some of the stuff that y'all wrote on there. A lot, <laughs> a lot of movies that they wrote on there, I, started, I had to start looking up because a lot of those movies I have no idea what the hell they were, yeah. and it, and a lot of people. All right, this is another rule that I'm going to put out there for all you guys. It's going to be posted. It's going to be the first one that comes up with the number one answer. Y'all ain't going to, and once again, only one answer per person. Y'all ain't going to be rattling off like every damn sequel that you've seen within the past 10 years. Everybody and their mama like put it in like at least seven, eight answers on one post. I'm like, no, one answer per post, man. Y'all ain't going to flood the market like this, man. One answer. All right. One answer, then move the hell on, man. Shit. A lot of people didn't even read the post. They were like, Terminator. I was like, it's a sequel. Like, write a sequel in there. Terminator's the first one. Like, oh, my bad. Uh, Terminator 2. Terminator 3. <laughs> like, come on. That's like, uh, like, Terminator Salvation. Like, no. Nobody thought that was a good sequel. No, hell no. That was terrible. <laughs> Awful. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Just yeah, get creative, man. Y'all are not going to do that. Somebody put in my second marriage. I laughed. I almost gave him a prize. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. As hell. Was like, All right. Good for you, man. You found the one. You had to drop one to get to another one. All right, man. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, correct. Congratulations to our winner this this week. Uh, I'll probably post it this weekend, and uh, I'll post another random card. Like, <laughs> don't let me down on this one, man, because I'm gonna I'm gonna post another one. It's hard to find a good card where people get really creative answers. So yeah, thank y'all for participating. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take us out this week. Uh, let y'all know that we're still working hard and we try to keep up with the good content that we've been giving y'all. So yeah, thanks for y'all for tuning in. Uh, How you get another chance tomorrow? Here's my motivation because because like Diddy always make me want to work hard, a little bit harder like than I do. There's not a second left. You know that tomorrow I'm hustling like there's only one more second left for this hustle. That's how you got to work life, man. Don't bother me, I'm working. I say this every weekend, man. My kids don't listen to me, man. <laughs> Can't knock this hustle. All right, man. Everybody at work, man, leave me alone. I don't, don't feel like talking about your weekend, I'm man. <laughs> I don't care about your kids. I don't care about your personal life, man. When you see me working, leave me alone. Sorry, man. Can't you see I'm on the phone, bitch? Gone, don't be coming over here with that shit when I'm See, man, Diddy can still make some good music. Not bad, yeah. He's good at hiring good producers. This is a club song. Yeah, man. When you think about this, man. I wish, a lot of people, I, lyrics. I wish a lot of people had the hustle that Diddy had, man, because a lot of it's people true, right now just don't have the gratefulness that they should when they're working on the job. Now, even if it is fast food, man, be, be a little bit more grateful, man, because <laughs> I swear, some of these fast food places get paid more than me. Yeah, they're making a lot of money now. I'm about to flip a fucking burger on the weekend, man. I swear, man, if I can start getting paid like them, they give you tuition money, I'm going to go back to school fucking around with me. I'm going to need to go back to school. I got two degrees, and I want another one just so I can get some more money for it. <laughs> So I want to say all y'all, man, thank y'all for tuning in, man. Thanks for listening to another episode of Cinematic Savants, man. If anything else, man, go out and watch a movie or a show, man. Go enjoy your life, man. Well, thank y'all for tuning in, man. Have a good night. All right, good night. Peace and love.
If you see us in the club, it's a rock by the tub. We ain't have fun, nigga. We in the DJ.